And we're live now. So uh, some major technical difficulties already for this one. Audio not working properly as far as uh, our intro, which is unfortunate because Randy works so hard on that. We like to play it. Didn't get to happen. But uh, episode five here tonight of Ghostfire Media Podcast. I'm Larry Patrick. I'm Adam Wood. I'm Carl Henderson. Josh Laston. Nick Adams. Yo, I got a serious question. Why'd y'all have really have to salute or wave? That just that was weird. I, well, I Adam did it, so I follow. <laughs> I, 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 I show off my water burger sponsor, man. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even I didn't even have my drink in my hand. I was like, shit, I gotta do it too. <laughs> hey, so uh, all right, man. Uh, week five of the podcast, we get to discuss again as every week. Uh, IVRL. Uh, we got special guest Nicholas Weatherby with us here uh, tonight. I believe that's how we pronounce it. Hopefully. If not, he'll correct me when he comes in, I'm sure. Um, and TNT series, phenomenal race by the TNT this week at Richmond. Nobody's seen that coming. The truck series, that was an interesting one at Daytona. That's what um, we call it, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you got a lot to say about that one there, Adam. And then uh, we're going to talk Cup, you know, the the race last week, which I missed. So where was the race at? Martinsville. Thank you. I'm glad I kind of missed that. And then uh, we're going to talk about uh, the Cup going to Martinsville this week. So No, we're going to Richmond. Richmond. That's what I meant. God, see. There's a lot Richmond, of yeah, there's Rich, a lot Richmond of, Raceway. Richmond Raceway. Richmond Raceway. Or Freebius. International Speedway. Whichever one we want to call it. It's just Richmond today. Raceway now, apparently. It's yeah, still, got, in my mind, it will always be RIR. They, they dropped the I. I don't of course know, they did. I, I don't know why. But anyways. It's, it stays on domain space. Uh, fair enough. Actually, that, that kind of makes sense. All right. Uh, but anyways. Their, their website was always, I think their website was always rir.com. What do they do now? Change to rr.com? Yeah, Roadrunner. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Roadrunner Speedway, everybody. Uh, well. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Uh, so... Without further ado, man, uh, we're going to bring in our first guest here tonight. So, without further ado, let's bring in Nicholas Weatherby. Nick, man, how's it going? Oh, it's going good. We appreciate having you here, man. Uh, <clears throat> tell us a little bit about yourself, man. Car, series, all the good uh, 411? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I am a kid from New York. I... And taking part in the IVRL Cup Series, that I, as far as I know, I think I'm sixth in points, but Richmond was a tough one, so I'm probably gonna drop. Uh, <laughs> oh hi, dude! That race, oh my god! <laughs> Richmond's rough for everyone. Don't feel bad. Except for like three people. Yeah, that. That was hard. It, it was near the end. It was at the end, like near the end of the race. I was finally starting to get used to the fixed setup that we were getting because the fixed setup was pretty uh, tight on the long runs. So it was just a pain to finally get used to it. And useless off turn four. It sounds about it's, right. Sounds about like, right. Turn four at Richmond is a pain in the rear end, anyhow. Hey, Nick, you stayed out of the wall, though, so that's good. Yeah. But, Nicholas, uh, you have been uh, one of the more consistent people this year in the IBRL uh, your Cup Series so far. So how have you uh, – how close do you feel you are to that first one of the year? Um, I, I 
I'm glad you asked that. Um, I'm pretty happy that, with how I'm doing. Uh, I skipped Martinsville, of course, because whew, I, I knew that was going to be a, a bad one. So I dodged that bullet, which on the first lap, they apparently had a car jam. So uh, It's called a clusterfuck. That's what I like to call it, and that's what happened. Yeah, you didn't miss much at Martinsville except a lot of drama. That's all you missed. It, I, it really wasn't. It wasn't a driver's race. It was definitely a uh, broadcaster's race where we tried to keep everybody from falling asleep. We, yeah, we did uh, the eye pacing two seventy five. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was like a hundred and eighty laps of pacing. It wasn't anything. It was definitely not. You guys one hundred percent showed exactly what the league was about on Tuesday. That was the real IVRL. I think the week before, you guys had the replacements. Like me and Randy were talking. My dog finished seventh last Tuesday, and his dog finished third. So I think you guys all had substitutes <laughs> yeah. in there. I yeah, was I. That that's also another thing. Richmond. I'm not really good at short tracks, so I, I wasn't really expecting to lead a couple laps. When I did, I was pretty proud of myself, but. Uh, I'm I'm looking forward to Talladega because uh, I I really enjoy plate tracks, and hopefully I get a win. I'm gonna really try to get a win to lock myself in because uh, just missing Martinsville, I I dropped two spots, which isn't a lot, but for how competitive the series is, it can be detrimental. So I'm really trying to keep the consistency up. Yeah, so I ran it the whole entire year last year. It's you know long long season and being consistent you know i was in the top 10 most of the year uh, you know i fell back a couple races depending on it but you know drivers in the league are coming and going i think this year a lot more people were staying due to the prize money and uh, or the prizes so you're trying to get a butt kicker out of it and the prize money at the end of the year so i think uh it's got a little bit more incentive versus last year uh so you know that's my goal. I missed quite a few races at the beginning due to moving to Texas, so I'm trying to stay consistent. And I can't stay consistent in that league whatsoever. Uh, I'm having issues every week. Uh, Richmond's just not my race. I don't think I really had any issues. I just suck terribly at it. <laughs> so, Adam, if you were in the top ten most of last season, what the hell's happened this year? Hey, dude, I have not had nothing but bad luck. I've gotten destroyed on three racetracks so far, on, not, on, not to my doing, and then Richmond – not so good. I, I got a last week at Martinsville. I finished seventh, and uh, I finished uh, in the second stage. I was fourth, so I call that a win from that chaotic mess. Um, so that's the only track I didn't get destroyed completely. I got spun a couple times and caught up in other people's stuff. But so I mean, I'm trying, and uh, but you know, I think Atlanta I got messed up in. Uh, Bristol, I got taken out in like the second lap, and it's always at like second or third lap. It's always just destroying my car, and I have to ride around for 400 miles doing nothing. It sounds about like you in every league there, Adam. Yeah, well, Larry, it sounds like you too. So, <laughs> kind of the pot calling the kettle black. I, I just want to point out, I had a third in my last race. Yeah, like a year ago. You, did you just quit because you were just going to go out? I, on I felt, top? I felt like I reached my peak. 
Like you were the most talented it's, guy. It's, in the it's, track. it's, it's every every walking. podcast, every podcast from now on. I had a third in my last race. <laughs> it's going to keep happening. And if he never races again, he always gets say that my last race I finished third. It, it's it's not that I'm, it's not that I'm going to say I finished third. It's going to say that I beat Steve, Justin, and Joe. So I'll take it. I haven't beat Blake yet, but one day I swear it's coming. And, and you also owe the walls a dinner after that. Race yeah. as well. Tomato, tomato. But anywho, back to our guest, Nicholas. The IVRL has been extremely competitive in the midfield. Do you think that, other than yourself, there are three or four guys who can really take that fight to Joseph as we get further into the season? Everybody gets a little bit more, you know, comfortable with the people they're racing around. You guys learn each other and you learn how he races. Um, yes, I am honestly shocked that Christian Converse hasn't even gotten a win yet. Um, he's literally been up front every race almost, except Bristol and Martinsville and Richmond. I haven't seen him race much often. Um, I, uh, Harvey, he had a really good run at Bristol Dirt. Um, he caught me off guard, actually. I was not expecting him to be that quick, and... When he was, it was this fun run against him. Um, Patrick Graspar, or Patrick Gaspar, God. Uh, he's also pretty good. Uh, he did pretty well at Richmond. He's definitely a short track guy, in my opinion. Um, also, I feel he'll be pretty uh, tough at plate tracks. Um, but other than that, I, I really see those guys so far hopefully someone surprises me at talladega um but so far it's just those <laughs> adam <laughs> uh, the, the the great equalizer there right by being um 21st out of 23 drivers hey you know hey i have a question uh i see your picture there how are you at road courses i'm sure you guys got at least one coming up this season right oh absolutely Yes, I actually my debut. I I think I got like what fourth in our right, in Daytona the, uh, road course. Yep, in Daytona road course, you were one of the uh, movers I, and shakers of the race, as Randy Pepper would call it. You were definitely one of the guys who came out of nowhere that we hadn't heard a lot about that week. And uh, that was actually I like how Larry just kind of knows my questions without actually knowing them. That's a great way <laughs> for me to follow up with. In a couple of weeks, the IVRL and Ghostfire Media broadcast in the race makes the debut at coda so are you excited to bring a 3500 pound stock car around a track that is primarily made for touring cars and indie cars oh formula one. <laughs> oh yeah Oh, yes. Formula One. I love Formula One, but yes, I am. I think that track was purposefully built, though, back for IndyCar when they were trying to bring Indy back to Texas for road courses. Yeah. And F1 was like, hey, this is a nice track. Yeah, I, I, I can't remember when F1 debuted there. I, I know it was 2014. Mm-hmm. Lewis wow. Hamilton's won every one of them except, I think, one of them, maybe two of them. Yeah, it was during the Mercedes. Yeah, it's the turbo era. So yeah, it was the first year of uh, it was the first year of like the five championships in a row for Lewis right now, or whatever it is. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm actually pretty excited. Um, I 
I'm the only thing I'm worried about is my pedals. I did clean them out and they actually did work at Richmond. Um, I was having an issue with my gas pedal. It would fluctuate. It would say that I'm still on the gas, but I'm not. So it would probably result in me overshooting the corner, but I may I managed it in Daytona Road Course. Um, I'm probably gonna manage it at Coda, but if I really want to win Coda, I need to start practicing now because uh, that track is has a lot of blind corners. From what I know, I could be wrong. Um, also, tires will definitely need to be managed well. It's also a big track. I think it's like what thirty laps we're doing or forty. It is. Give me one second. I think it's still to be announced how many laps you guys are doing there. But knowing, knowing what NASCAR is supposed to be doing, you guys do like sixty-five percent races. It's probably gonna be around forty or forty-five laps, something like that. Yeah. Then tire tire management will definitely be a big thing. Kind of like uh, I wonder if it'll be like Sonoma, um, with it being super slick. And whatnot, but I also wonder if they're gonna use the low downforce or the high downforce. They're probably gonna use low downforce like they've been using all year for road courses. I uh, personally feel high downforce kind of offers a more relaxed racing experience if you understand what I mean, Adam. Like, oh, yeah, I mean, it, it, at that road course, I mean, I haven't driven Coda yet, but at any road course with. Uh, cup cars in general you have to be consistent and you have to be on point because you hit the brake a little bit too hard you're locking it up you hit don't hit the brake enough you're not slowing down you're going to overshoot the corner um they're heavy they're not meant to go right in that manner so to speak and to get those fine-tuned uh it takes a lot more uh to be consistent in a nascar cup car on-road courses and you know your indy car would be yeah i but other than that i i'm really looking forward to watkins Glen. watkins Glen is my home track actually so i'm gonna really try to win that for my state um but other than that i'm pretty excited about it but i'm also nervous about um causing drama (laughs) (laughs) we love drama here man (laughs) Oh, As I, I always say, you'll hear it multiple times. Controversy creates cash. The great Eric Bischoff taught me that, and I have lived my life by that motto. No, no offense, we're going to oh, veer man. off topic for just a half a second. Is he really the great Eric Bischoff if he ran WCW down the drain? Anyways, oh, oh he he when, didn't he didn't run down the drain. But we'll... we, we, can have a, we can have we can have a, we can have a wrestling hey, podcast if you want. Larry, but that, there's a story behind that. Now, Ted Turner and all the people. Now you're doing too much for me. Hey, uh, Nicholas. <laughs> Uh, Justin Anderson threw a question out there for you, man. He said uh, you finished in the top 10 in every race so far this season. He wants to know if you plan to plan the strategy with the stages and pit stops in advance. Um, I, I kind of do uh, before the race. Um, Cody puts out how what our stage laps are going to be and whatnot. And for Richmond, I, I really went in with no plan because Richmond is not my – type of track at all my type of track are the half miles and uh you know the plate tracks (laughs) like those are my kind of tracks i i don't like hitting the brake i don't 
I it's yeah. it's not. I know with me on Tuesday night, I, I came one lap short, I think, from making it to the uh, end of that stage break. I was trying to uh, feather the gas there the last oh, yes. like, 20 laps, and uh, we were just that shy. I don't know. I think some people were able to make it. I did could not <laughs> save enough fuel to make it to the first stage break and had to come back in. So, Yeah, the that stage, um, I actually ran out of gas while entering pit road i was literally out of gas that's why i was kind of holding up the line of cars behind me is because i was really trying to save fuel and they were telling me to get up to catch the field and you know but i understand they're trying to get positions but man i was trying to save gas and when i full throttled it to get to the pit lane i my uh car started to feather and uh Luckily, I made it to my pit box and I got more fuel. But it was um, it was definitely an interesting race, especially for how the setup was. It was it was a really tight setup. Like you had to be really slow through turns three and four after like twenty laps. Turns one and two were probably the most detrimental for tires, in my opinion. I could not get a runoff through that corner. And that's why when I was up front, I would drop back like five positions because I just could not get a run in turns one and two. It was just detrimental to me. I, it just sucked. <laughs> yeah, I, I I tried doing the bottom line. I tried running like a car length up. I tried a, above the white ticking line there. Uh, I couldn't find a fast line. I was, you know, trying to arc it in a little bit further, try to go in a little bit more shallow in the corners, I, I followed other people's lines. I just couldn't figure out how to be fast and ever, how everybody else just drove away from me. It's not my track. Uh, I have to run it again this Sunday in one of our other leagues uh, in the AOL Cup Series. I'm not looking forward to it. I had a couple people cheering me on. I've already told them, you're going to be disappointed this Sunday. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, uh, I, especially in the pro nascar series race they, they there's barely any passing it's it's a really bad the track is not good for passing it's really not um the top was come into play though in that race that's what i was noticing um i kind of wish it went into play a little bit in our ivrl race i don't know if it did i never tried it because it would just eat my tires up especially on the fresh tires i i never found out so from the broadcast booth, it did look like the outside lane came in about at the halfway point. We saw some guys in the middle of the pack make some moves, and uh, oh, who was it? I think it was uh, who's in the eight. I can't remember who's in the eight. Which eight? Oh eight or eight? Not, not, it wasn't a roll. Brandon Oh, he's he also surprised me actually. You know that you one of the top four contenders I think could probably uh win in the mid pack. He's definitely one of them. I oh, he came out of nowhere, yeah. It was yeah, nice. he he came out of nowhere. I was not expecting him, especially for um didn't he just join a series like uh, races? It was his first race on Tuesday night. Wow. Oh, it was his second race. I'm sorry. His first second. race was Martinsville. His second race was Richmond. So he came in right in the middle of our 
our uh, middle of the season short track swing here. Wow. Yeah. He, it was very interesting for how quickly he picked it up and was able to uh, go out there and challenge Kazi because he was yeah. he was bringing it to um, to Greg Holt at one point. It was it was very awesome to see, and he took it to Harvey Abrams late in the race. Yeah, so. Greg, Greg Holt too. He there, there's so many tough competitors. I can't name them all. <laughs> there's Brandon Key, Christian Converse, Patrick Gaspar. There's Greg Hull, Blake Gordon, but he's not. He's no longer running the series. He's focused on AOL. AOLL. God. Yeah, it's, it's a tongue twister. Like, we all go. It's like St. AOL. <laughs> when Harvey was in the lead, me and Randy both agreed that if Harvey would have won that race, Blake would have made his return to the league next week because he would have been so pissed off that Harvey won that he would have had to come back and, and win the race afterwards. No, Patrick. <laughs> not, not, not him. No, no, yeah, I'm sorry, Patrick. Yeah, it was Patrick. It's Patrick Gaffer, who was leading. Those two got bad blood. It would have been uh it would have been the reason Blake came back. I just want to point out out of all the tough drivers that he just named in IVRL, he did not name Adam Wu. Because I've had zero luck once. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I had to point that out there. I would like to say that myself and Randy have nothing against anybody in the IVRL that is in that field. But if we don't focus on you, it's not because we don't think you're good because you haven't had the best of luck. I mean, we focus on Cody McKinney all the time because he's always involved in something that's not of his own creation. We focus on Joey because <laughs> he's always involved with something if it's not his own creation. Adam Wood, we don't focus on because the last two weeks he's been creating the problems himself. <laughs> I, 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 cr- I didn't create the problem la- this past week. The week prior, I did. <laughs> and the week prior to that, he ran me too. Hey, he ran into so me. We don't focus on Adam when he crashes because it happens so... It'd be like if we had Larry up there. Larry's supposed to oh. run that league, but he doesn't. And if Larry was in the field, we wouldn't focus on well, Larry. All right, all right. I mean, I first off, I do better than Adam. Secondly, uh, I don't run that league. At, well, see, that's the thing about not running that league. We can bait it all day long. We'll never find out. <laughs> um, I just, you know, I, I can't commit myself to that long of a race. Uh, hey, Justin wants to know, does IVRL oh, use dynamic track? Uh-huh. Um, they do. As far the, as I know, the track yes. Is dynamic, yes. The track is dynamic and the weather is auto-generated. Okay. Yes, yeah, so no matter what, even if we practice the race, it could be different. That's why you kind of want to practice in almost any condition, super hot, cold, or in between to kind of get used to what to expect. <clears throat> but, um, it, it almost forces you guys as competitors to come in to that 45-minute session before the race and yes. really start putting laps down because that's yes. the only time you know exactly what the track is going to be. Yes, I I actually had no practice except those forty five minutes. <laughs> I put down like seventy laps, like hey, a practice. Larry, can you go on the tags on YouTube and put hashtag cat now that the cat was shown? Yeah, you I know I was I was thinking that he was I was thinking that he looks like the crazy so cat lady. Food. It's so close to food time, he's not going to shut up. <laughs> no, I mean, it's, it's going to help us oh, with viewers. Like, last week when I had the dog, you could have put hashtag dog, and it would have blown up. Hundreds of people would have been watching. Like, ooh, dog. That is what it is, man. <laughs> um, so, Richmond, or excuse me, um, IVRL, where are they going next week? Dega. Talladega. Um, I need teammates for that. <laughs> I'll help you, Adam. Adam, I'll, I'll come race. You won't come race. No, you won't. I'll come race. <laughs> I'll come race. I need the I need the practice with the VR anyways. Um 
You'll get plenty of it, and you'll figure <laughs> out what what does uh, two hour, two and a half hours worth of uh, VR time feels like. <laughs> you'll come out nauseated and with a headache. Yep. You just gotta turn the AC down really low, about to about seventy. And just it's it's awesome at that point. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Uh, what what do you think about that one, man? Uh, how, how do you feel heading into Dega? I feel pretty good. Um, I love Daytona. Um, I actually even did some official races, and I've even I think I even won an official race. I I haven't actually truly tried out the new aerodynamics of it's, the plate racing it, it's different um i i've won a couple uh the carb cup uh vegas since the the new era went out and the out, outside lane really didn't form as much and uh whoever controlled the inside lane kind of had the had the best go of it so you have to drag the brake a lot if you want that person to get to your back bumper and to play mm -hmm. the games uh, as the Pied Piper up front, you have to drag the brake too so they can't get a run out of the corner for you. So you drag the brake going into one and two or three or four so they can't get that monstrous run for you because uh, it, it's easier because they're spread apart a little bit further now. Wow, so they really made some changes to it. Uh... Well, now I don't know. Um, side drafting's a thing now too. Um, oh yeah. yeah, I I do I do like side drafting. I before you really couldn't do it without hitting the other person. Uh, <laughs> really, <close. laughs> and then they swerve. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being serious too. I would I would you would have to get as close as possible For to 20... side draft before this new arrow update. Um, I did watch Malik Ray. I did watch some of his uh plate races when that new aerodynamic update came out also watched anthony alfredo i watched him do and talk about it and he said it's actually relatively what it's like in real life but he's like it doesn't mean it's gonna make good racing um but i'm hoping that we all keep it together we all work together like they do in real life in real i life, it's a really long race and when you can't win in the first 20 30 <laughs> laps Oh, that Daytona race, 15th lap, was it? They had the big one already? Uh, I was in the middle of moving. I didn't get to watch uh, that version of it. Oh, it was it was actually an entertaining race at first, and then the rain came, and then uh, hours and hours and hours later, then they finally went green. Well, that's pretty typical. Uh, uh, Rain-delayed races in NASCAR at plate tracks is you, you get three or four or five laps in or you're delayed three hours from the start, and then when you finally get out there, everybody's antsy and they get stupid. And I mean, look at the, what was it, the 2016 Daytona 500, three laps in to yeah. the, the next day on Monday night, and Jimmy Johnson's up across the track, and Danica Patrick's almost on her roof. I mean, it's just stupidity. Oh. You do 200 laps and you do dumb stuff like that. A few <laughs> laps I, don't, I don't think Jimmy Johnson's finished a plate race in the last like three years he raced. Nick so once when Jimmy won the Daytona 500, after he won the Daytona 500, his best finish at Daytona was the last year of his career. Nick, like you're like you're, you're like Rain Man, dude. Like. How do you oh, love, how do how do I you remember all these details of I like, just love that? Yo, I, back it's, in it's 2016, the thing that I loved. 
He's gonna be the stats guy for him. He's gonna be in the background. <laughs> Dude, I remember the match. only thing I remember in 2016 were tiny spoilers everywhere. <laughs> I don't remember anything you know, in 2016. You know what's great about 2016, if you can remember about 2016, is after the Talladega race, Dale Jr. was on getting interviewed, and he goes, "These goddamn tiny spoilers are ruining all the freaking race, and these things are pieces of shit." Then they got rid of him the next year. And then they got, then they took, then they brought him back and he goes, those tiny spoilers, they're terrible. And then they got the big ones and he doesn't like the big ones. So you can't make him happy. I love Dale, but you can't make him happy. Uh, this is what it is. Yeah. Oh, we won't I... be getting sponsored by Dale Jr. at this point. Yeah, thanks, man. Oh, no, hey, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> you know why we will be, be you know why we would, soon. you know why we would be sponsored by Dale Earnhardt Jr.? Because I just show off my collection of Dale Earnhardt Jr. die casts behind me and all my hats and shit. Between Dale Jr. and Jeff Gordon, I could get no, a sponsorship based on all the guys. He's thinking like a serial killer. He knows everything about me. Oh, man. Oh, man. Dude, that was awesome. So, Nicholas, I've asked the last couple IVRL guys the same question, and I kind of want to ask you the same question. What got you in to whether it was like real life racing or iRacing? What got you into the sport of motor racing? Um, so I have been around motor racing all my life. Uh, my cousin races a dirt late model. Uh, he originally raced a pro stock, which is a stock car, kind of like a NASCAR, but not really. Um, Super Dirt Week Pro Stock Series, I think it's called. I can't remember, but now he's in the Rush Late Model League, or Late Model Series, uh, I think. But he runs a uh, 604 or 602 crate late model. Um, and I've gotten to help him out a few times with it. It's uh, it's pretty cool to see and hear the engine. Uh, not only that, I've also been to Fulton and Weedsport. Um I haven't been to a NASCAR race yet. I'm actually going to be going to Dover here soon for the NASCAR race Bring down there. Bring some sunscreen. I learned <laughs> I learned that the hard way. When we went, I went to it in the spring race. Uh, I think it was like 2014 or 15. You know, we get done with it, and they're like, "Congrats, congratulations! You were at the hottest race of the year so far." And there's no shade, no nothing. It's just plain sucks out there. <laughs> Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm not only going there to watch the race. I'll also be doing photography. I am also a photographer as well. Um, but motor racing has been around me my entire life. I've always been a fan of Dale Earnhardt Jr. I actually remember in the COT days, um, back in like what was it, 2008, 2009, when they were running the. GT spoiler, whatever it was. Oh, uh, that was the beginning uh, of the beginning of the COT. Is the only ran it for the first year because every time the car got backwards, it flipped right up in the air. Yeah, that really did not fix anything. <laughs> um, but it was cool to see the cars like that. I thought, but then um, over the year, I think the last race I truly saw, and then I took a break from NASCAR, was. Um, a Watkins Glen race where Dale Earnhardt was, I think, in the top five. I think he was. 
and I can't remember who won, but I know Pablo Montoya was still racing, and that's it. Was also a rainy. It was actually a rainy weather as well. It was a. Uh, it was quite an entertaining race because they think they had a rain delay, and then they went back to racing, and they had. I can't. Did they do a rain race? Uh, in the uh, they did a rain race. The first rain race they did before they started doing them. Well, the last one I should say they did before they started doing them normally again was at Montreal in the old Bush Series cars, right. and that was when uh, they had yes. when Danica was first in there, and they had uh, what was his name? Um, uh, I know, I know, I know who you're talking about. It was from, was like a descending. Jacques Villeneuve. Jacques Villeneuve was in there a lot with those cars. Sam Ornish was back there. Yeah. That was the last, I think that was like 09, I want to say, was the last rain race they did before they started doing them regularly recently with rain tires at at, uh, road courses. Yeah, because I I remember that race. I remember some moments. um, I can't. We we were me and my father were always cheering on Dale. We he was running I think his green and white Mountain Dew car I think the Amp Energy Chevrolet with National Guard on the quarter panel. Once again, Probably. way too much information in your head. I've been to hey. two Na- hold on <laughs> I've been to two NASCAR races in person. Two, they were both at Talladega. I couldn't tell you what year. Or what happened? I can tell you that Dale Earnhardt Jr. won one of them, and that's it. Don't know what car he was driving, nothing. That's about <laughs> all I can tell you. But hey, um, I, Junior only ran one green and white paint scheme. I'm ever. just saying. Uh, it was the Amp Energy Mount. It was the Amp Energy slash Mountain Dew car with National Guard on the quarter panels. It's the only green and white car he's ever drove in his career, other than when he inverted it, it was green and black, and Mountain Dew was on the hood. Brain man. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Nicholas. I, real what quick, I, I I gotta hear it, man. I gotta hear you call the shot. Uh, we gotta get uh, start moving uh, on. I, call your shot, man. How you gonna do this weekend or next week? Uh, I I say I'll do probably get an easy top ten or a win. That's it. I wanted to hear the win. And, and tell and tell me what what does Adam Wood get? <laughs> I say he gets a top ten. I like my feet. Bring up the. <laughs> <laughs> I say I you say be Adam second because he's I following Nick. Probably gonna. Uh, I, that's what I was pushing him. That's there. what I was looking for. I was waiting for Nicholas to say, "Oh, well, Adam's gonna be pushing me to the win." You know, at, he's probably like Adam. Adam who? I don't know where that guy finishes. I've never seen him. Adam who? Adam Wu. Adam who? Yeah. Adam Wu. Hey man, it was an absolute blast, man. We appreciate you having to coming on. We're definitely gonna have to have you back. Thanks, guys. Hey, you try. You have a good night, man. Why is it they don't have the flip off bird in a Facebook actual? I want. I want to flip off Joe right now. Well, oh, I just, I just seen that. People off and I racing. That's De- all I bought. Dead last wood. <laughs> so, 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 so we're we're talking NASCAR races we've been to. I just want to show um, probably my greatest accomplishment. Uh, this is a, a pass for uh, 2012. Oh, we're doing this. Uh, Oh, 2012, well, 2012 Darlington, um, Southern 500, and I oh, actually can, had uh, I had a media pass uh, for it, so I was able to go everywhere, which was really cool. Um, uh, that's really the crowning achievement of my entire life. Yeah. And, uh, my, my wife was that Reagan Smith, or was that the year before? 
uh, Regan Smith was 2011. 2012 was uh, Jimmy Johnson. It was his. Uh, it was the big uh, milestone win where he. Oh, that's uh, right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Was it? Uh, he he tied. He tied. No, he didn't tie. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was an even number. Rain man. Win. No, no, not two hundred. Sorry, one hundredth win. Maybe no, he didn't do hundred. Oh no, no, it was it was oh, it was, it was, it was Hendrick. Hendrick. It was, it was HMS two hundredth yep. win. Yeah, because yep. the week before, like they had struggled. They had got one ninety nine earlier yep. in the season, yep. and then they and then, struggled then, like yep. garbage. <laughs> Yep. I remember that. I uh, remember that. That was they, they, we thought oh Gordon God. was going to get it at, at Charlotte, and then he ended up blowing a tile. Yep. I, I remember that. I oh, remember yeah. that. Uh, yes, Larry. I, 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 yes. I want to point out that my biggest life accomplishment literally just happened while this podcast was going on. What literally, I, I I got did you become a man. Well, sort of. <laughs> I don't know. I got a request follow on Instagram. I made my stuff private, and I got a request follow. And right now. For my new favorite wide receiver in the NFL, Mr. T. Higgins decided to follow me. So I, I'm pretty stoked about that. That's not the official account, though. It's cool. Oh, it is a, It is his official account, <laughs> buddy. I, I think the crowning tool for Stick me is nerd. because of my wife. My wife's uh, in the American Military Spouses Choir, and uh, they got chosen to go sing uh, pre-race activities at Charlotte for the Coke five or 600. And uh, I got to go there, and I got to stand behind the stage while they're doing it, and that's when all the driver intros came up. So all the drivers came by. I did it two years straight, and uh, second year I brought a T-shirt, so they all started signing my T-shirt while I was back there. <laughs> it was awesome. We had like an RV in the infield. We had our own like coach guy that take us from everywhere. He picked us up at the hotel, drove us around, got a VIP access to the booth that we were in, or we were in the glass case little thing. It wasn't really a booth. And then uh, when we wanted to leave, we called him up. Hey, we want to leave. He met us downstairs. We got a VIP exit out. It was awesome. Well, the, 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 the year that I was at Darlington, I'm sure you guys have seen Victory Lane. It was places that are really tiny little kind of I, I areas. I stood in it, too. It was awesome. It was so damn cool. Th thanks to our AOLL guy, Ed Springer. He gave me and Johnny and his family a <laughs> VIP tour through. We got to meet the track president. It was awesome. Well, so I know nobody likes New Hampshire Motor Speedway. No, nobody. No, thinks nobody. It's a terrible racetrack, but I, I, as Go everybody does. should Go know, does. with 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 what I you know my sponsor on Thursdays with Waste Management, I work for them. Um, I the last two or three years I've been able to go to New Hampshire as a like worker with the company, but I'm not a driver, so I don't have to do any of the driver stuff. I kind of do the route injury thing. And I was able to go behind the wall last year. I was standing behind Alex Bowman's pit for 85% of the race. And the year before, I was able to go into victory lane after the race with the winner. And I was in some pictures with the winners, which is pretty cool. I have those somewhere. I'll, I'll show them when I find them. That actually is pretty cool. But I, I want to tell you, man, the, the greatest thing that Waste Management does is they sponsor the uh, golf tournament out there in Arizona. And if you've hey, The Phoenix Open is the best thing if, ever. If you've never seen highlights of that – it's more of a party than a golf tournament. It, it's literally oh, no, it's, Happy it's, Gilmore golf meets golf, and it's hilarious. Yeah. But, hey, we're yep. going to take a quick uh, break. We're going to take a moment to hear from our sponsor, and then when we come back, we're going to bring in Cody Leland. Well, a pause for the cause. For 20 years, the Guitar Attic has been your home for used and vintage guitars in the Daytona Beach area and at guitarattic.com. The Guitar Attic is your home for used and vintage guitars. Whether you're looking for that collector's piece or that beginner piece, they've got you covered. With names like Fender, Gibson, Gretsch, Ibanez, Martin, Taylor, and much, much more, the Guitar Attic has all the guitars you need. 
And bass players, they haven't forgot about you. They've got all the top names. Amplifiers from Friedman, Victoria, Fender, Boss, and many, many more. They also have the largest selection of used pedals anywhere in the Southeast. The Guitar Attic, located at 1672 and a half Ridgewood Avenue, just north of Flomish in Holly Hill, Florida. Also, check us out online at guitaraddict.com. Croissant. So, since and Carl decided back. to throw out the whole coffee, I'm going to throw this out there, and no one can argue with me. Tim Hortons has the best coffee. Oh. Um, I'm sorry. We're not in Canada. You know what? We actually enjoy Tim, coffee. Tim might I agree with you. You know what's the best Tim coffee? Tim Hortons is all right. No, well, Tim Hortons is delicious. Maybe the Burgess Brothers and uh, Tim agree with you. Tim Hortons is solid. <laughs> it's be- no, it's better than Dunkin' Donuts. But I'd much rather just grind my own coffee bean, make my own coffee here at the house. Okay, we're getting off on a tangent here. Yeah, we are. We are. We are. <laughs> hey, so all right, TNT. so we are. We're heading into TNT. Um, super excited about this one. We're gonna bring in Cody Leland just a second. But uh, super excited about this one. The race was fantastic this week. Amazing. I'm um, upset. <laughs> I'm well, upset at myself. You're always upset. No, I'm upset at myself. I tried to play some strategy in that race and pit on that first long green flag run. And then the second I hit the pits, as I'm coming out, oh, here comes the caution because we can't hold it under brand new tires. Are you talking about yourself? No. I was not, this time, not this time. No, I, I th- we got like three laps under green. Somebody else pitted, and I was like, oh, this strategy's going to work perfect. I'm going to get my top five like I should. I'm fast. I got it. And then here comes the caution. I get trapped three laps out, and I never recovered because we didn't we didn't have enough cautions last night. Well, the beautiful well, thing, thing is with this people. one, we get to talk a lot of strategy because there was some strategy that played out that really affected the uh, the uh, standings, not only the standings, but the finish. So, without further ado, guys, let's bring in Mr. Cody Leland. Cody, man, how are you doing tonight? What's going on, guys? You you mean to tell me? Ah, there we go. I was wondering if I was going to get to see that beautiful hey, face. Hey. I have not seen that beautiful face in a long and, time, and with man. With a roll cage behind Here it is in well, all of its glory. <laughs> so, hey, Cody, man, uh, welcome to the podcast. Uh First off, let's get a little introduction. Give us a little bit about you, your background, number, series, what all that. Happy the jazz. fuck is that? We'll talk about that in a second, Nick. Chill That's out. amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Holy yeah, number shit. 75, uh, TNT, ARCA car right now, running uh, American Regardless, Dan Sonic Embroidery, 5150 Skate Shop, and uh, Carolina Fishing Tackle as our sponsors this year, or this season. Very nice, very nice. And uh, you you actually have racing experience, as we see behind you, obviously. Yeah, um, I do. I started out in go-karts and ran street stocks for a few years. Joined the Army, and then I did the Legends car thing for a season while I was stationed out at Fort Bragg. So, yeah, Did you do it um, at the driven... Rockfish Speedway? What's that? You do it at the Rockfish Speedway? No, I didn't do any dirt. I, uh, I went out to okay. Caraway Speedway in Asheboro. I got a buddy that runs out at uh, Rockfish. He's actually a chief uh, warrant officer out there. Oh, very nice. Very nice. Hey, I'm going to go ahead and let you know, first off, Nick about had a freaking coronary, man, when he's seen it. and uh, That's amazing. Joe, Joe, Joe Dinsmore right away in the comments, he threw about like six comments, and he said, wait, what's behind you? All caps. Love it. I see it. 
No spoilers. So uh, why, why don't you? I, I keep trying to tell these guys. I, I've told them I was like, he sent me pictures of his setup, man. It's the coolest thing ever, man. Uh, tell them about your setup real quick. Yeah, man. It's just the old Legends car chassis. I cut up and uh, put three monitors on the front of it. Got a Fanatec wheel on it, pedals, shifter, PC sitting at the back of it. I actually have my very first uh, seat that I ever had in a race car in this thing that I got my dad bought from. Uh, a buddy of his that he that used to work for Carrie Earnhardt, so one of Carrie Earnhardt's old seats. So uh, I oh. sold it to a buddy of mine years ago, and he was nice enough to sell it back to me. And now it's in a simulator. That's awesome. So, I, I, Denny Hamlin, when they started this whole like eye racing thing for for NASCAR on NBC, spent like ten grand on a, on a simulator. Oh yeah. Obviously, with that being an actual chassis, is your whole setup probably rivaling what Denny has, or it's probably a little bit more expensive? No, there's not that much in it. I got that chassis from that buddy that I was actually talking about that runs dirt out in Rockfish. Okay. He uh, he sold me that thing for 250 bucks, and it it was still in the good enough condition where we could have we could have built it back up and made it back into an actual race car. But um, money is just. <laughs> I'm tired of spending money on racing, and this is—it's a lot more fun. It's a lot more easy. It's—I don't have to be out here three, four nights a week working on the car to get it ready you, you for the break weekend. It, you hit reset. Exactly. Yeah, man. I, I gotta so tell you, that easier. is that is the best setup that I have ever seen, and I've seen some damn nice setups, and that one right there, like being inside of an actual chassis. Yeah, and being it's, it's able, sweet, if you man. want to, like buckle yourself up into a three-point harness and put a VR headset on and be like, "Here I am. I'm in a race right. car." It's that—that's sweet. Yeah, I've had some friends come over. They're like, "Where's your helmet? Where's your where's your harness?" <laughs> it's far enough. Like, I, I can't go too crazy. Nah, I'm gonna do need you, you to go all on? out. What's do you that? Have gloves on when you're in there? Yeah, I do wear gloves. Yeah, I'm gonna need you to go all out. I'm gonna need you to put the That's fire suit it. on everything. Put a little heater behind you so you can really get that heat on you. Get okay, a nice I still sweat got going. All my driving gear sitting back. Bam! There you go. I can no, do all it, he's man. gonna do, Larry, is put that propane tank on. Just put a little fire in front of it. We'll see how hot <laughs> it gets in there. Yeah. <laughs> His ass will be on fire. Be like, hey, what's going oh, on man. back here? Hey, man, there's that, a whole lot going on in this garage, man. It's it's crazy. So that uh that race, man. Let's let's talk about this last race. Uh, you guys had three cautions, which was remarkable. I mean, the week before that, there was what. 10, 12 cautions, and then you guys yeah, went down after, to three uh, cautions. Which after was coming out of Charlotte, I, I didn't expect that at all, man. That was that was crazy. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, But you ran good. Um, I, I take that back. You ran phenomenal. Um, remind me again, where did you start at? Uh, 14th. 14th. Yeah, I spun out during qualifying, and I said, all right, <laughs> I'm just going to start in the back and ride this thing out and see what happens. Because I, I really thought that there was going to be a ton of cautions. And uh, I started in the back, and that actually ended up killing me because i got i got hit probably like lap four lap five and then we went 70 laps of green yeah man yeah, so, Insane. so i, I just want to say that you said that nobody saw it coming first of all i picked the winner uh on last week's podcast uh so i want that to be known winner <laughs> uh but, done that so far but 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 second of all i did say and this is a phenomenon i've seen over and over in tnt it seems like the harder the track is to drive, the cleaner everyone races. And I think that just comes down to, as people I think are more conservative, like last yeah. week everyone was driving like an idiot because the track was a little bit easier and you can make crazier moves. Um, open almost and, there. Yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, this this week it was like, well, shit, if I try to, you know, pass someone, I might not wreck, so I'll just sit and wait. So uh, it, we've seen it over and over again. Right, yeah. 
yeah it was it was it was really cool man i i, I enjoyed it um i was a little worn out afterwards but i, I enjoyed it Eight. so so i, I, I want to bring up pit strategy because well, uh let, something... let's take one second real quick chris or you're not chris carl, carl. Nope. i've Damn. been drinking so <laughs> the new lady Cody, do me a favor ed springer just said that he loves your shirt give us a shout out yeah man that's this is actually my company americanregardless.com uh you can get on there right now order you one i'll ship it out tomorrow i, I want to point out thank you for doing that because i was literally just about to do that i could tell by your face <laughs> yeah and I also we'll, we'll get together after this too and we can set up some sort of discount poker. code nice That'd be pretty sweet. And uh, I also want to point out real quick, this is a little off topic. Nick's not here, so I don't think he's going to go on a tangent. I didn't know Nick had hair. Did anybody notice when he looked down, there was a little bit of... All right, sorry. Hey, Carl, go ahead with your question. Yeah, yeah. So so I, I want to talk pit strategy. So I actually have a few things I want to say about it as well. But I, I know you were directly involved in the pit strategy at the end of the race, Cody. Yeah. Um, you know, and there were some comments about, like, you know, at the end of the race, you know, should people have pitted? Should people have not pitted? Uh, Josh and I are two people that chose not to pit. You were one person that chose to pit. Um, just wanted to get your thought process on, on why you pitted there. And, I mean, obviously it worked out for you, but, you know, did, did, did you go into it knowing that it was going to work out for you? Were you hoping more people would pit or something like that? No, not at all. I, I knew that the car was better on fresh tires. I knew it was the only shot that I had. Um, I started falling back. Josh got back around me there before the last caution, and I just started falling. So um, I knew it was the only shot that I had. I was very surprised that nobody else went. Had I been leading that race, I wouldn't have gone. Um, but past that, second on back, I'd have gone. I looked down, and I saw there, there were five people on the lead lap. So, yeah, there was no question in my mind I was going. My, my thing with that was actually that we saw after the first pit stop, we saw Sean, Sean Camrody go around yep so i was actually we didn't have enough laps even though we'll we'll get to this but did have some hard running there after the first run but i didn't really think that they had been worn that much but you right. proved us wrong yeah so, no i I, but I mean also i think it was part of it was that cody was at least for me cody was faster than me even on you know the same yeah. stunt tires um but you know my, my logic you know because there was a lot I mean, like I was the last person on the lead lap. I probably, you know, I considered pitting, and I decided that because uh, I know that uh, Johnny Downey was talking about it uh, on the chat. Like, you know, why oh, he was yelling at you guys in the yeah. chat. <laughs> but, 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 here, 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 here was my thought process behind it. Um, if if nobody in front of me had pitted, I would have pitted. Um, yeah. But the way I looked at it, I saw that Sean Carmody had had an incident. He ended up having an incident after this pit stop as well, yeah. uh, which is exactly what I was afraid of. We had had so few cautions. I was freaking petrified that I was going to go out there on fresh tires, overdrive it, and then end up causing a damn another caution. And I, I wasn't going to do that. So I knew that if you know I would gain two spots right there, either Cody or Sean were probably going to take a spot back from me. I, I might be able to hold off one of them, um, and, and that's what happened. You know, I ended up getting, I ended up gaining a position out of all that. So I'm, I'm happy with the decision I made. Well, in the end. I mean, it, it's hit or miss, though, because I mean, there was only five of you guys. I mean, there was six when Blake Zidi got the wave round, but he's starting the back of the pack. Right. But he's he's not really a, in the threat right there. So the, if you pit or you didn't pit, there's only five spots to be gained or lost within that time frame. So you know, two people took the gamble. One person paid; it worked for them. The other person, they they had your fear. They went and uh, mm -hmm. you know, cut, spun coming off a of turn four. And and that yep. was one of the things that we were kind of debating. I mean, I'm not going to lie; 
uh, Josh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna dog you for it all day, man. I would have went and got tires. Uh, you had just lost the position to Cody, and then Cody dipped in the pits. I would I would have followed because. No matter what, at the end of the day, if Cody goes, at least you're both on fresh tires. Or you guys are kind of. Nah, he was in front of me. Though. I took the position from Cody. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. But I, I, Cody was faster, and at the end oh. of the day, your leader, uh, Mays, Hayes, Hayes, Haynes, Hayes, Hayes. You guys weren't catching him unless you were on fresh tires, and they warmed up. You know, they the the fresh tires were definitely faster. Uh, but you know, uh, you know, like you said, it, it worked out for one, didn't work out for the other. So, well, so you, I, you were always I, gambling. I, I, I think I, I think unless every single one of us pitted, I don't think anybody was going to catch Sean because I mean, Cody got close, but he had to go through so many of us. Like, all of us had agreed, like, hey, we're going to all come pit, and this dude screwed. Um, uh, honestly, kind of what happened to Blake, uh, the Cup uh, race. But um, yeah, I mean, I think if that had happened, we would have been, we, we would possibly been. I think the strategy worked out a little bit more if there was more laps on, on yeah. The, yeah. left yep. in the and race. And that's why I put up no fight, Cody, when you came around because I was just like, you know what? I He got up here so quickly. I was just like, you know what? The only chance I have is you catching him and you two fighting. <laughs> and wrecking each I, other. <laughs> I, I, yeah, not necessarily that, but I mean... I'll you know, it's yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I, I I never even gave Cody a fight because I never even saw him. Like it was just suddenly like the restart happened. I was like, oh shit, Cody's in front of me now. But all right. Yeah, we, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what happened. I think it was the. I think it was Saint Jean down there. He. I don't know if he spun or what he did, but he was just as soon as we took off, man. He 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 did not go as fast as as we did behind him. So I had to dip below him. Um, I. Adam, you, I, I think you said that the same thing last night. You know, if I'd have had more laps, man, I don't know that I could have caught Sean. I don't, I don't know that there was enough difference in those off, tires you, for me you to were get. You taking him. them off. Uh, you were taking about two to three tenths off of them when you finally got past Josh. Uh, you were battling with Josh. That gave him that extra space. But once you made that really good move around uh, turn two, where you just uh, powered to the outside and blew Josh away on those fresh tires. Uh, you started to catch on about two tenths of a lap at that point. I think I think if you had another five, five, six laps, you wouldn't have been knocking on his door. Try to get around them. Another question. Right. Yeah, catching them and passing them. And, and uh, I know we talked about this. Uh, well, maybe we didn't. Uh, I'm sure we did. Where are you guys headed next week? Iowa. Iowa. You tried it? Have you guys tried it at all? Any of the TNT drivers? Anybody practice? I have never I have. once been on Iowa in anything. I'm picking so, Nick to win. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Cody, uh, you, I haven't. You tried I haven't gotten in the ARCA car uh, yet for Iowa. I'll probably do that at some point this weekend. Um, I know I probably haven't driven Iowa in well over a year, but uh, I used to be really good there, so. We'll, well see what happens. Well, I'm hoping that uh, what's going to happen is is we're gonna we're gonna blow up your brand here going through us, and then that way it, you're going to be working all the time making t-shirts and hats, so you're not going to be able to practice, and you're going to suffer because of that. No offense, <laughs> yeah, we're buddies hey, man, and whatever. all, but you know, whatever. I, I, I got my I got my track circled on the schedule, man. I, I know where where my strength's going to be. So Which one is that? We're waiting on practice. New Smyrna, man. I'm I'm calling New Smyrna. Oh God, no! I'm, I'm not even calling that. Yeah, yeah. New Smyrna. New Smyrna is my that's that's just my bread and butter there. USA, I'm pretty good at, but I'm I'm, I'm excited for New Smyrna. Nice, nice. 
Nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm pretty good at USA as well. I feel good about USA, uh, but I think uh, in Arca though. Yeah, yeah, I've I've run there in Arca as well, and I've, something about the track. I don't know. I think it's just a combination of just. So I, I tend to like tracks that have um, uh, symmetrical turns, like you know, like Richmond last night. You had to treat, uh, you know, turns three and four completely different than one and yeah. two, and I, I am not fond of that because I can't like I can't stay focused enough. I'm like. In the middle of the turn, I'm like, shit, is this three and four? Or is this one and two? I don't know. <laughs> exactly. <remember." laughs> so, um, and my graphics are so low. Like, I've got to run on VR, but I'm like on potato setting, so I can't see the stands or anything. It's just like empty sky. I'm like, I don't know what the hell I'm looking at. So. <laughs> oh, man. So, let's see. We have that going on. Uh, last night, though, it was actually a good battle. Like, uh, you got messed up once early in the beginning. But the, we've had a lot of green flag laps. We were able to go through the whole entire field as broadcasters and show off almost everybody individually. There was great battles in the mid-pack. There was great battles in the rear of the pack. Uh, John Gordon moved up, I think, nine spots from the beginning. You moved up about nine, ten spots as well. Timothy St. Jean, he had a phenomenal race as well. Uh, up until the end, he was one of the few that could stay on the lead lap. Uh, yeah, I have noticed that about Tim. He he doesn't qualify well, but damn, does he race well? And, and that's the big thing with him is you. It was kind of my entire strategy last night that ultimately got screwed. Is I long runs fantastic? You want me to go for all out speed? You can look at my practice times when I'm up at like towards the top of the list. It's because I threw out one miracle lap. Well, and 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 Josh is the same with me. I mean, you you've even commented on it before. Like, I I I tend to I'm slow as hell, but I tend to uh, run pretty conservative laps and save my tires. I mean, when we were at the end of that long run, I I I didn't like my car. Like I know uh, Nick had to uh, pit because he felt like his car was out of control. My car felt relatively fine. I got pretty tight. Uh, it, it was wanting to run into the wall a little bit, but um, it, it was fine. And I was really starting to think, I was like, man, if this could stay green just a little bit longer. I, I, I mean, I was a lap down at that point, but I was like, I, I might be able to fight for more positions. Not first, but, you know. Yeah, I think I was just complaining to complain last night because that, when I pitted, I saw that my right front was literally at eighty four percent still. I was like, "Wow, I'm just complaining to complain." I think I just overheated it. I didn't really, yep. I didn't really wear it. I just overheated it, which was it, it's something I need to work on. With um, yeah, like last night really, we, really heats up your tires. If you mm-hmm. don't let off too soon going across going across the start finish line, it will you get on the brakes. It'll heat it up quick. Yeah, but th- to be competitive in the one and two, Josh taught me something last night. I'm not going to give away a secret, but he taught me where to break, and, and it was oh. it was definitely a total like because I was running probably somewhere around Carl's lap times in practice, like two tenths off of where Josh was, and then he gave me that little helpful hint, and all of a sudden I was running twenty seven sixes instead of twenty seven sevens or twenty seven twenty two short while. Well, no, hey, hey, I could do it. I just need to stop hitting the damn wall. That's well, we're, we're we're all eagerly awaiting that. <laughs> when I no, when I don't hit the damn wall, I think I'll actually be able to compete for a win. Just need to not hit the damn wall when I'm by myself. And, and again, and it, we're it waiting. Was too, it was two stupid mistakes. To hey, hey, honest. hey, 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 Nick. Um, 
I think you said Please that stop. to to finish first. You first must finish. Yes. But that was in response to people being extra over-aggressive for no reason early well, on. We'll come back to that uh, when we talk about the truck series. Yeah. <laughs> but well, if you're not first, you're last. I mean... I hate that saying. I'm kidding. I hate that I'm saying kidding. so much. Because that was that's Tyrone Peyote right then. I mean, I mean... <laughs> that, I mean say, that saying paints NASCAR in, like, stock car racing in general in such a terrible light. Because it's I like, mean, oh, if I'm not first, I'm going to wreck everybody else to get there. To, and Ricky, uh, can, be, I be, can I win once? <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, Nick, that's kind of what's happened to you. If you haven't been first, which you haven't been, you've been like last. So, <laughs> hey, hold on, wait, wait. Last week at Charlotte, wait, it, at Charlotte, I had a top ten car, mm-hmm. and I got screwed by people who didn't know how to go through the tri oval mm-hmm. the right way. And then last night, I got screwed by strategy because of the caution that shouldn't have come out. That. Well, it should have come out, but it shouldn't have come out at that point for my strategy. So I'm just going to ask this, so, Nick. Did you not listen to luck. me and Carl during practice when we said that it's not tire wear, it's heat? And Oh, I did, but I knew that if I pitted, I knew I would start. A, I would have that probably two or three lap advantage where I'd be able to maybe jump somebody. And I knew I would, start, I would start that, that pit cycle. And, so, and I, I, I also said, I want to point out, I also said that uh, uh, there is no scenario, no scenario anyone should pit here under green flag because <laughs> you would go too many laps down. And but then, how many the laps? And then a caution would come out and you'd be screwed. And, and, and then on the same end, though, we had, the, we had the conversation during the race where I was like, I think I'm going to pit because I think I can undercut the two people in front of me and there easily is- get past them. And then Josh... Shut up, Josh! You're a liar. You sat there and went, "Oh, I think I'm going to do the same thing. I think I can get past Sean if I do that." <laughs> so Maybe I was trying to throw you off. So there was a point in that race. I started. Teammate. I started seeing a bunch of you guys pit, and I'm. I was. I contemplated it there for a couple laps, and I'm like, "There's no way that's going to work." I mean, there's no way that's going to work. If, it if no caution would come out, if no caution would come out, my strategy would have worked perfectly. Would it have? Because I was planning, if there was no caution, you were not going to see me in the pits at any hey, Josh? that night. Hey, hey Josh. And that, that's what I figured. I didn't think there would be at Shush. least a few of you guys that wouldn't wouldn't stop. Yeah. Because I, you know, I tried, okay? You I did. tried. It, I, had, I knew I wasn't going to get the top five finish because of what I had done earlier in the race, being an idiot, hitting the wall twice, that I, you know, thought that I had the speed to get without throwing everything at the wall. So I, I, and with the damage I had, I had to throw it at the wall. And had I known that three laps later there was going to be a caution, I definitely would have stayed out and just dealt with the issues and got my lap back and then pitted. But all right, well, I've, I've got a question. Right. I've, got, I've got a question. I've got a question for Cody. I got a question for Josh, and I've got a question for Nick. Basically, the other guy. Oh, Carl. 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 Man, Carl. You know, if you're asking Nick a question, we're going to be here for another ten minutes. Oh, hold on, hold on. So. <laughs> That's Thanks, Ross. Is, you know, you you look at you look at um, uh, you know last week. Um, Sean Hayes was uh, probably you know one of the best cars on the track and got caught up in some crap. And then somebody here um, moved him out of the way and messed up his night. Uh, although he had burned through his tires at that point. So um, I, I'm curious, you know, and obviously he was dominant last night. Uh, start starting with you, Cody. Uh, how how do we uh, how do we beat this guy? <laughs> how 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 is anyone 
going to start getting wins uh, against uh, Sean Hayes. I say either you or Josh wipe them out, and I'll. <laughs> <laughs> I got, I got a better idea. Time. Okay, that is not I will qualify fifth. I will qualify fifth, and then whoever starts fourth just forgets to hit the brakes going into turn one. A third forgets to hit the brakes going into turn one, takes out all all four of you. Hmm. I'll just cruise on by. Hmm. Oh, I like I, that idea better, Nick. That requires you to be in fifth. Fantastic hey, teammate, right hey, there. He, he, he pitted. Josh, honestly, Josh. Yeah. No, I, I, I think it's gonna take it's gonna take really good strategy, or it's gonna just uh, take a lot of practice because he is he was in a league of his own last night, man. There was yeah. we couldn't catch him. Hey, I so, want to point Cody, out you weren't around for last year. He only ran a few races in the TNT last year, but mm-hmm. he did the exact same thing at Richmond last mm-hmm. year. Yeah. yeah, but we were running street stocks, and it, it, he's a short track guy. Okay. Well, I mean, I I, it, also he, one of those tracks he's really good at. I, I, I agree. He's a short track guy. He's good at every track. And honestly, last night was the first time uh, in the TNT series this uh, year that I felt like it was kind of hopeless. Like, it was like there's there's zero chance of winning this race. And I'll admit, it was frustrating as hell. Um, uh, so I'm, I'm going to be hitting the track pretty hard uh, this week. Uh, I've already ran some laps at Iowa. I'm going to probably run some more. Probably not tonight because I've been drinking. Um, <laughs> but, but how's that different than when you run normal? I was going to say, how's that different than Tuesday night? Hey, uh, that's a good point. I just want to point out, Cody, hey, every time it. your kid looks into your camera, he's looking like he's looking at Nick and thinking, this fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> like he can just no. hear him. What do you think of this guy down here? You hurt his feelings. Completely gone. Oh man, that was funny. Just so you know, Cody, we treat him like the little brother of the. It's my official resignation. That was from Ghost Fire Man. Well, you can't do that, man. You can't do that yet. (laughs) What was that, Josh? He he's the little brother of the league. Quite <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm always getting bullied. Hey, I, I gotta say, man, uh, uh, Mr. John Donald just commented, said Cody failed to mention you worked for a NASCAR team in the Truck Series. Yeah, I did for uh, I don't know about half a season or so. Okay, and then I when then was, I quit that and joined the army. Okay, there's, there's more politics in that than the military, man. There's no way. <laughs> oh, dude, hundred percent. Hundred percent would never would never go back. Would have never known. Uh, I worked for uh, TRG Motorsports with Donnie Leah and Andy Lally. We won uh, Mansfield in two thousand and eight with Donnie Leah. What'd you do there? I was the tire guy. I went on the road with them and uh, helped match and set up the tires and stuff. Oh, that's pretty ready. awesome, man. That's pretty awesome. So there's a lot of politics in the world of NASCAR. Hmm. Oh, dude, it, it's unbelievable. Would have never thought. <laughs> Then you joined the military, and somehow we've all, me, Larry, and Cody, walked the same circle and know the same people. So it's kind of crazy. And yep, then, yep. Uh, now now I'm like 45 minutes from the guy, so we're going to have to meet up. We're, de- we're now teammates on uh, First Response Racing, so definitely going to have to. Trash! <clears throat> You know how big this world is? What's crazy is how big this world is, but how mm-hmm. tiny it actually is. Oh, that's yeah. crazy. So the military is like less than 1% of the population. And after, I think, eight years in the Army, I moved to Hawaii and found a dude that I went to AIT with, which is like my job training. So after eight years, I show up there. Actually, there was two guys there. There was two people from my AIT. 
that were there and that was just crazy and then you know the everywhere else i've went and i mean it's a small role for this guy to be in the same unit i was probably there roughly at the same time as he was transitioning out of the military or away from it uh, in 2018 but that's when i met larry and while he was there he met some of the old guys i was uh, when i first joined the army in the 82nd so it's just kind of a small world yeah absolutely man this has been an absolute blast uh once again where are we going we're, we're just dnc iowa. iowa iowa that's right that's right again short term memory immediate another intermediate one that's actually probably going to throw some of the more rookie drivers off because it's so nick and carl oh. i'm not I'm, I'm not what you'd call a rookie what uh i mean i'm technically I am. a rookie in the league aren't i yeah, technically. What uh I'm more saying drivers in general, just because it's not a track that coming down all the way to the line is gonna be the most advantageous. Well, Blake right? just said that Iowa is gonna be during the day with some heat in the track, so expect it to be slick. Oh, good. So it's gonna be another Charlotte with fourteen cautions and five. Yeah, that's what I was gonna ask you guys. What's what's y'all's caution count? Well, I don't know. Yeah, I, we were gonna go I was gonna go with uh winning winner, but that that might be a better we one. We can do that's more entertaining. Yeah, that's, all right, I think it's let's, 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 let's end it with that. All right, we'll go around the horn. We'll start with Adam, and we'll give me a winner and give me a caution count. Uh next week, um, winner. I think Sharon Komodi. I think he he's going to come through. He's all he's a good pick. Uh, caution count. I'll I'll, I'll go you. on the low side for it. I'm gonna go with five. Oh. That's low. I think is <laughs> exceptional. Carl? Yes, that's why I said it's on the low side. Oh, it's my turn. Yeah, sorry. Uh, uh, so, um, for the winner, I'm, I'm actually going to pick uh, Cody Whelan. Um, I think, hey, uh, yeah, I, I think uh, this is kind of the, uh, uh, you know, he's talked about, you know, short tracks being really well for him. I, uh, I think that you know this this isn't a short track, but it's sort of it's, it's an intermediate for these types of cars. Um, yeah, I think that this could work out well for him. And in terms of cautions, I'm going to go back to what I said uh, uh, about this this week's race. I think that because it's going to be slick, because it might be a little difficult, people are going to drive more conservative. I'm going with two cautions. Wow, optimistic man. Two. Um... I'm optimistic. <laughs> optimistic is being like being optimistic is one thing but being flat out insane is another <laughs> nick will have two cautions alone in the freaking first hey larry laps. shut the fuck up <laughs> hey 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 he can't he can't bring out a caution if he's in the pit he can spin coming out of the, <laughs> the love hey man I'm, so i'm gonna leave again <laughs> guys are fucking mean. This is how I treat my teammates. All the time. That's the best kind of teammate. <laughs> what you got for uh, me, Cody? Bitch. <laughs> so, I, I would love to pick myself, but I'm not going to do that. I uh, If Sean's there, I think Sean will be tough, but I think, I think I'm going to go with Josh. And then uh, I'm going to go seven cautions, I think. I think that's Nick. a good call. <laughs> Uh, hmm. do it. Go for yourself. Say yourself. Call no, your shot, man. Go. Call your shot. I've, I've, I've he's gonna never have raced turn for wall love. I've never <laughs> raced at Iowa, I, so I'm not even gonna. I think I'm gonna get a top ten. To be honest, it's probably gonna be an ugly race. Um, I'm 
I'm gonna go with Josh. Damn it! Stop putting pressure on me, guys. <laughs> That's the plan. Well, I mean, it's it's not. I want to pick Carl, but Carl just Ooh. hasn't. I want to pick Carl, but it just seems like with these new cars, Carl is being just a little bit more conservative. It's also it's, a lack of talent. Well, no, I don't think he does come to work. There's definitely not a lack of talent in in that car, Carl. So I don't want to ever hear you say that again. That's that's a lie. That's um, funny. I I would say you, but I feel like you're being more conservative because you don't want to destroy your incident points that you're going for for the entire over yep. you know entire the entire year just because you want to win a couple of races. So Josh seems to be the guy who's not going to be conservative, but he's also not going to be stupid. So I feel like it's probably going to be Josh. We're probably going to have a late pass for the win again. Uh, and I'll say, with what I saw last night, I, I was shocked. So I'm probably going to three cautions. All right, all right. Well, I'm going to give. I'm going to make this uh, short and sweet. I'm going to say I'm not going to say fear the beard. All right, if it was going to be fear the beard, that'd be Carl. Say fear the hairline. I'm going to go with uh, our uh, teammate Chris Oliver. Uh, he, I think he's due one, and I definitely have to take him because, no offense, guys, he's got the best fan in the league. Not fans, fan, all right? I, I don't care who you are, best fan in the league. She's which join in the broadcast. We, now, so, we yeah. are hoping to get her on the podcast one night. But uh, I'm going to go. Did she join the broadcast? You didn't hear it last night? Is that the one no. I was yelling, the mama boy? Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. The She's hot Carl. Yep. Okay. But that, that's how we found out about Hot Carl's nickname. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did not know she joined the, the broadcast last yeah, night. Up. She didn't. Now, I, I want to, uh, she did. And I want to point out that um, I was going to go low, but everybody went low. I was like, I'm going to be different. Everybody's going to be a you know pessimist here. I'm going to be an optimist. But since y'all are being optimists, I'm going to be a pessimist. So I'm going to say 16 cautions. Whoa, man. What the fuck? We're going to get like seven green flag laps. You went from one extreme of no cautions to every damn lap being No, I was going to go two cautions, but then I What are we going to do? If that happens, I change my pick to whoever starts on the pole. (laughs) (laughs) We're just going to ride around. If we have a Larry type of night, I guess I got to go practice my qualifying laps. (laughs) Yeah. Calling it now. Um, Blake said that if wow. we have 16 cautions, he's become an alcoholic. <laughs> I'll be quite honest. I'm, I'm seriously shocked that after watching all these TNT races, he's not an alcoholic. Poor Blake. Yeah, I got to say, I really do appreciate what he does, though, because there's not a lot of people that would deal with some of the stuff that has gone on. Hey, hey, I'm just saying. I, I, Josh, I, give it to me. Have nothing but respect for him. Absolutely. Uh, so I'm going to keep calling it until it happens. We saw it. Uh, Charlotte, he was fantastically fast. He was fighting all night once he got up to the front. I'm going with Tim. I like it. He's really showing his speed. He's really getting into the groove with iRacing. He's fighting. He's going to be up there, and I'm still thinking Tim is going to get his win. Plus, he's a really nice guy. He is a nice guy. And, and he's Canadian and throws out the aboots. Dude. And I love it anytime he does that well, in the chat. One of my favorite people ever. I swear to God, I'm going to end up going and having a drink with that man one day. How many cautions? I'm looking at it. We've got 80 laps. I'm going to go with six. All right. Randy, let's hear it. I'm going with Tim, too. I think Tim's going to be the guy to beat uh, this time. 
Uh, I'm going to go with, I'm going to be optimistic. I'm going to say six cautions. All right. That's kind of in the middle of the pack. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we had eight. So, I'm, I went double. Come on, don't, don't mind. You, don't mind the little. You go with like. 16? Don't mind the little mascot that's just like sneaking around me. She's just trying to see everybody. I was gonna say Cody's got his there too. We're just waiting for him to get on the chats in the races and start cheering him on that's what i'm talking about well, he's been, already getting some practice inside this thing so i i'd been i'd so been he's the next generation i'd yeah. been waiting for cody's wife to freaking come chime into the freaking uh session and say cody you better freaking win tonight or you're sleeping on the couch no nah, man she's at work she uh she ain't here <laughs> <laughs> no I, I was talking about the races oh yeah well, uh yeah she no man, she would just rather burn it. I think be, be done with burn it. what <laughs> the, the, whole, the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Whole thing. <laughs> no, she's she's good. Same. She she helps out quite a bit, awesome, making sure the man. kids don't come in here and mess with me. So nice. Well, man, it was a blast having you here tonight, man. And uh, we're, we're gonna have to get bring you back. All right. Yeah, absolutely. Anytime. Give a give I'm another love to that shirt earlier. I'm sorry. Yeah, AmericanRegardless.com. We'll get with you guys and we'll we'll set up some sort of discount code. Hey, that's cool. Sounds awesome. Love it. All right, man. Have a good one. All right. Well, I like him more every time I hear him talk. Are you like? Say, no, I. Are you getting a, like become like gaining a crush on him? Is that his no, man crush? <laughs> yeah, <his> man crush. <laughs> no, I, I was crush being Wednesday. nice to somebody. Hey, Nick. I was gonna say I love having him on No, track. I don't want to hear it, Larry. If you're gonna make fun of me more, I don't want to hear. It. You kiss my ass. Don't talk to me. I, I've, I've okay. Well, hold on. My hair's been insulted in the chat like right away going into this thing. So I have to ask. What your ridiculous question. hairdo? Yo, man, where'd you get that hair at? Where'd you get that hair? Oh, what, hey, what did where did that voice come from? Did you, like, man, did you get a perm? Did you go see the freaking people at the, the beauty not, shop not, buddy. Perm before the race? That's, that is yeah. literally right there. That is all natural, but it'll all be cut off because I go back to work on Monday, so I'll have to shave and I'll have to cut off the hair. But uh, I, I have a serious question. I made a joke when you took off earlier, and, and I got to know, man. I didn't know you had hair. Is that a man bun back there? No, there's no, there's no <laughs> hair. Trust me. Oh, okay. Oh, hold on, let me let me fix my headset. Hold on. <laughs> hey, hey, there, hey! I have, I he's have just hair. too young to have it be proper shave worthy. Like, listen, uh, listen. If, if if you just put some gel in that, uh, you would put Chris Oliver. <laughs> oh man! That's, oh, that's <laughs> hey, he's not here hey, anymore. First oh. off, first off, there can, you can't make fun of my. Your receding what? hairline. Nineteen. Uh, yeah, hey, hairline. hey, I, I want to point yeah. out. Real hey, quick. I'm sorry. I'm not going to get like Adam one and make sure I have hair for the rest. All right, of my hold on, hold on, Nick. Hold you on, may want to. This is getting good. This is getting good. Hold up, hold up. Wait, I know where you're Cody. going with this, but you got to read the first two comments before that. You got to read Ed's oh, comments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, Ed uh, pointed out that uh, Nick's got a man crush. <laughs> Um, and, then, nice. and then, and then, and then, Cody just said, "Y'all stop being mean to Nick." This is getting really cute. <laughs> Cody, you're not helping me. You're not I'm helping just... me, Cody. Hey, listen, he's listen. the true youth of this league. <laughs> he's going to be treated like the little brother. 
there's, I th there's younger people in this league than me. Probably oh, not. I don't think so. But hey, we're going to take a quick break. Hey, we're going to take a quick break and uh hear from our sponsor and then we're going to come back and we're going to bring Ross in and we're going to talk trucks and cup. I need beer. For 20 years, the Guitar Attic has been your home for used and vintage guitars in the Daytona Beach area and at guitarattic.com. The Guitar Attic is your home for used and vintage guitars. Whether you're looking for that collector's piece or that beginner piece, they've got you covered. With names like Fender, Gibson, Gretsch, Ibanez, Martin, Taylor, and much, much more, the Guitar Attic has all the guitars you need. And bass players, they haven't forgot about you. They've got all the top names. Amplifiers from Friedman, Victoria, Fender, Boss, and many, many more. They also have the largest selection of used pedals anywhere in the Southeast. The Guitar Attic, located at 1672 and a half Ridgewood Avenue, just north of Flomish in Holly Hill, Florida. Also, check us out online at guitarattic.com. We are back. Oh. I think Adam just died. Well, all right, so that actually works out perfect as we bring in our next guest. Well, that's the one thing we have to worry about while he's sitting here. Ladies and gentlemen, let's bring in Mr. Ross Gage. Did you just say we have to worry about Ross dying while he's sitting here? Well, as here, if you can... <laughs> Is that what you just said? <laughs> <laughs> you just said that's something we have to worry about while he's sitting Hey, I sitting need the here. clap intro. I need... What did I, I come need... in on? Well... All right, so Adam said that he was, uh, or uh, Randy asked Adam if he was alive over there, and he was kind of sitting back in his chair with his mouth sort of open, and it made me think of your picture I screenshot of you when you were streaming, of you sitting there with your mouth kind of open. I said, is Ross alive? I gotta breathe, man. I gotta breathe. <laughs> By the way, I would like to point out, I don't have a really cool simulator in the background, but is that a fucking cool vacuum cleaner? Where did you buy that vacuum from? Because I need that vacuum. Just as much as I need that I simulator, that, I need that I vacuum. I Walmart, sir, where the rest of the white trash shop. <laughs> In Brooksville, by the way. You well, hey. Brooksville. This right is down to that Highway Walmart 50. sponsorship. This is to that Walmart sponsorship that we were hoping for. It's, it's now dead. <laughs> I, I would like to say, oh, hey, where did this go? <laughs> <laughs> hey, where the there hell did this go? Okay. What the hell? Hey, Larry, I went and got a haircut for this. You could have at least done your haircut. <laughs> Is he lagging with everybody else? Who just, Yo, just no, he's, he's definitely got a little latent, latency there, but I'll tell you like, what. We brought Ross in because we knew this dude would be a freaking kick and a half tonight. So this should be a fun one. What do you want to know? Because it's pudding time here at the home. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I can't even make fun of him. He's making fun of himself. He's taking all my jokes. I didn't, I didn't know. First off, just kind of like with Tim. I didn't. I thought that like everybody Randy Pepper knew was like you know younger than Randy. I didn't know Ross was like Ross. What like how old are you? 
No, oh, you're still younger than Randy. Randy's what? 95. No, okay. no. He, he's older than me. <laughs> it, it's just the dyed hair that makes him seem that way. I don't even know how old Randy is. He look, but like I said a couple weeks ago, he looks like he's in his 40s. He's trying to be nice. You guys want to know. All right. So let's let's talk, Ross. Uh, first off, let's get your intro, man. Tell people about a little bit about you, your number, and what you drive. What well, series? Gosh. Want to start? I got addicted to video games in 1975. Did they have video games back then? If we had Pong, <laughs> what with the two little controllers, the little controller, the little hey you hey yeah, hey, yeah. Yeah. hey hey Ross. So I'm I guessing in 1975 you were pretty well versed in doing this. <laughs> you know what? I was actually married in 1975, so I didn't have to do that. You, <laughs> hey Blake, Blake said they had rocks. Uh, I got into racing. I bought my first computer, I think it was 1992, and I think in 93 I started racing, and I bought myself a little Thrustmaster T1 uh, racing cockpit, you know, a little steering wheel with a shifter and two pedals, and uh, a friend of mine came over and built a cockpit around it for me, and, and that's what I did, and I spent 10 cents a minute to play on Hawaii. Um, and do long distance racing for long distance charges. And it's <laughs> and gone wrong. from there. You know, it just joined leagues and met really nice people and went on. And, and then I took about a five or six year break from racing. I, I just couldn't bring myself to pay for iRacing. And then somebody talked me into it. I'm glad they did because, you know, I've been here about three years now and I'm really enjoying <laughs> it. And I'm, I'm, I'm having fun being back with the old guys from the league. And the new so guys. You, you couldn't justify paying for iRacing. You could justify paying ten cents a minute oh, for AOL. It was less less than that. I, I remember when it was actually we were paying like almost like a quarter a minute. It when it first started, it was like I remember our, my first bill was like four hundred and something dollars. My wife went, "Oh no, this is not going to work." <laughs> <laughs> what you're telling me is that even though iRacing is kind of expensive to buy all the cars and tracks, after you invest it, it's actually cheaper. Well, you know, oh yeah, I, yeah. I, I yeah, played yeah. online. I had played online for free for so many years. I just couldn't justify it to start paying for it, you know. But you know, once I got to see what iRacing really had to offer. Uh, then it justified paying for it. And I, you know, and of course I've been doing it ever since. And, you know, what a wonderful league we got. Now, trucks, trucks, we ran Daytona the other night. We had a really good race. Until I, I screwed you. And I'm sorry for that. <laughs> That's okay. I still love you. Hey, I, I, I was about to say, um, yeah, you guys ran Daytona, and I, I you know, I've, it was the first race we decided to broadcast. I sat, you know, I hadn't been running the trucks anyway, so I sat out, did the broadcast this season. It. Yeah, this season, and I looked down, and I started looking at the teams again as I'm broadcasting. I like to to try to gauge on who I'm going to bring, uh, no pun intended, uh, up in the booth. And I looked, and everybody from First Response Racing is gone except for Ross. <laughs> I was like, what the hell just happened? Oh, man, I'm stuck with Ross. I bring nobody in. Ross, you understand how we feel when we're stuck with Larry in the booth. It's like, oh, God, we're stuck with Larry tonight. <laughs> he is talkative, isn't he? That's what being out of the the other night. Talkative. Oh, we're, we're going to say that Larry's talkative. <laughs> Having you know Nick who you should feel bad for? You should feel bad for Randy. Yes. I do feel bad for Randy. He's got to deal with I you. Have, 
I have Wait a second, Nick and Larry, both of you guys. When it so, comes oh. when it comes to professionalism inside of a broadcast, the most professional broadcast we put on every week is the Tuesday night one. Oh. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. That's just because Randy is fifty percent of it as opposed to thirty-three. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm racing on Tuesday nights. I'm in another league called Racing for Jesus, and it's all Christians, and it's it's really nice because. They actually do a prayer and praise before they race, and, and people can put in prayers and praises that they want. We do a nice little prayer before we race. And so it's a really nice league. It's not as old as AOLL. See, I could say AOLL because <laughs> I'm not a nitwit. <laughs> Wait, who couldn't say the AOLL? They, they stumble over it in the broadcast every week. They stumble over AOL. Adam. It's okay. Every single week, Randy goes, welcome to the IRVL. Oh, I do that. I, I do that. I do that. You do. Randy, I don't call you out on it, but you say IRVL I did all the, first the time. Week. I did the first week. Yes, you still I do the, it. No, IVRL. I haven't heard it, so. So, so. So, Ross, I have to ask you something. I wasn't even planning on bringing up something two weeks ago, but you're hilarious, and I have to ask this. So, uh, two weeks ago, uh, you were coming in the pit, and um, I was driving like an idiot on the apron, uh, trying to figure out where the hell I was going, and I slammed into you. Um, and I know you said some things on the radio, but I, I, I want to know what you were saying um, either on your team radio or internally uh, when that happened. Uh, I I just said I didn't know what he was up to. I don't know. I had no idea why you were there. I had no clue. All I knew is all of a sudden there was a car next to me and we were hitting each other. I, I, I got to he, He's like, this, this man just hit me. I don't know if he did it intentionally. But he, just, he was irate in the, the team chat. He was like, I don't know what this dude. He just came out of nowhere and hit me. I'm trying to enter the pit road. He just took me out. <laughs> Hey, I'm worry. Well, Carl does it under caution to everyone. Yeah, Carl you, doesn't do it. <laughs> I'm not usually the real animate on the radio. I'm usually pretty quiet because I'm so slow. I have to concentrate really hard because I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, see, it works for you. Oh my god! You know, it's like at Martinsville. At Martinsville, I was so slow at practice. I didn't even bother to qualify. It was like I'm not even going to bother. I'm not going to get in people's way. But you know, if you're if you're if you're consistent and hold that line and don't spin out, and you could, I ended up with a 12th place finish, and I was pretty happy with that coming from the Didn't back. Did you drive of under someone's car as they flipped through the air? Well, they slide up in the corners. They slide up in the corners, and you're able to get around them. But you know, attrition is my friend. So I, I got to say, Ross threw out there that he is not very vocal on the radio because he's got to concentrate. I, I'm going to call bullshit on this one because if it Ross, yeah, he won't sit there and he's not going to talk your ear off as the race. Don't get me wrong, like myself, maybe Rick, when we were all in there, you know, Johnny would be like, would you guys shut the hell up so I can concentrate? Ross really wouldn't say anything, but if there was something happened – Ross was the first one to be vocal, and, and it was—it's always the funniest thing. He's a fucking idiot. The fuck know, is this I, dude? Sometimes keeping my mouth shut, <laughs> and that—but see, the difference is like uh, me, Larry, and uh, a few other people. We have open mics where we just talk shit the whole entire time. <laughs> yeah. Whereas Ross, he gets mad because we don't have that. 
he I think he's really mad at us a lot of these times that we, we don't we don't have a button to press the the they keep that internal filter back. And you can ask Ross, Carl and Josh. I'm so we're yep. well aware. That's why you I, get I, muted I, occasionally. I haven't I haven't gotten a word in I think all uh, season on team chat because uh, Nick just keeps talking. <laughs> hey, Blake said I, that. Snack and slobber and spit on themselves while they're sitting there. You know, people have a tendency to make little um, sounds that they're they're not aware of. You know, and when they got activated on, you get to hear all that. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> Yo, hey, Blake said uh, Ross's mic goes hot every time he gets car car contact. Yeah, it's true. true. You, you know what? I somebody does something stupid. Uh, see, I, I'm a crap magnet. If something <laughs> bad's going to happen on the track, it's going to happen with me involved in it. No fault of my own, it's, but it's going to happen with me in it, you know? And I have a tendency sometimes to, to not be smart, and I key up my mic, and I say something when I think somebody's done something stupid. <laughs> oh, trust me. I, I can... Which we all do, you know, so I got no problem if somebody wants to key up their mic and tell me I did something stupid, feel free, because that's how we learn, right? Ross, I, I, I will be the first to admit, Ross, I have one moment in our league there it is. that has been, fr I can attest to the fact that you will call people out for being stupid. I During the first race of the GTE, I was passing you on the outside while you were a lap down. You pushed me off the track, and you just keyed up telling me that I was an idiot. And I'll admit, I held that one as a little bit of a grudge since then. I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry about that. I don't know what I was thinking. Hey, the only, the only reason why he said that is because as he sit here and he listens to you talk, he's like, oh my god, I love this guy. Like, can this dude yep. be my grandpa? So he's like, I, I gotta squash say, no, his grudge. I, I, have, also, I don't actually hold a grudge, it. but no, it's just like, now that you've explained it, I'm just like, okay, whatever. No, grudging. no grudge against anybody. It's just, I key up once in a while and say something I shouldn't, and I apologize for that. But oh, no, don't I, worry about it. It's been a long-running joke. That's, that's what I've been around for years. That's what we did online. We keyed up and we gave each other crap, you know? I mean, we didn't hold back, and... Now, you know, the league's a little different, and we, we need to hold back because it, it's about being friends first and racing second. You know, uh, that's what it's about. I'll be the first to say, my friends, and this is why I love my team, is we give each other shit the second we do something dumb. Also, sometimes when we do something, don't do anything at all. We just give them shit just... Oh, yeah, I, I, I get shit all night long. Oh, but you do pretty dumb stuff. Wait, 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 wait. I, do, what, I don't do the yeah, dumbest hold on. stuff. Let, let Larry was one I was talking about because he just like doesn't even race anymore. So <laughs> I, I just want to I want to point out though, like you keep bringing yourself into our our team. Are, are, are you? I, I count you as like a half member. Are you a half? Or are you a whole? Hey, no, hey, I'm hey, a, hey, I, I, yeah, I, so so okay. I actually asked. I, I, I asked Chris to do an announcement post uh, today, um, uh, and I don't and think he said he forgot. Uh, no, 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 I think he's working. Um, so, um, so Chris, that, probably no, get to it. That was on our Monday chat during uh, team practice. 
that that Nick at Nick was like, "Hey, guys, can I can I please uh, just uh, please I I want to be a party. Can I be a can I can I be a party?" Please? I didn't sit there and like bang. I just said, "Hey, I have no teammates. Ghostfire Motorsports is going to go nowhere because everybody who's part of Ghostfire Media is part of other teams." And because I don't there's really a race team, team and this is a broadcast team. There's two different things. <laughs> hey, we're all one big family, but now uh, we're a family. Fuck first response racing. Just, just jump ship, Larry. Yes, yes. Yeah, keep going. I'm. I'll be the lone one left on the team, and Larry is the one that begged me to join the team, and I get on the team, and he leaves. Hey, hey Randy, Randy, you can come to close circuit. I think Carl will take you. We need somebody slower than Carl, anyway. Oh. Hold on, you shut your mouth. Bring up Randy. the scoreboard. No, no. Randy Burn. is not slower than I am. Randy has been faster than I've been in trucks recently, so... Hey, Carl. Carl. You, just... you need some aloe vera for that burn. Yeah, I kind of I have to erase Randy, too. He's been a lot faster than me lately. It's got to be those new pedals. That and a lot more practice, I think. Hey, Blake said that you need to join uh, CCR, Adam. Blake only wants you to leave for... Racing because Blake wants to have Endeavor be three quarters of the league. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying CCR could be uh, three quarters of the league. That's but. true. Hey, I mean, it could be if we just Ross, you know, absorbed. So uh, after this last race, man, you jumped for, uh, two points to 14th. Uh, you're having a solid season, man. How do you feel the, the season's going for you? Well, again, I've got to just concentrate on being consistent. Um, I'm not going to beat Blake Gurdon. Um, uh, I'm, I'm having a hard time even beating Randy. He's so fast lately. So I just got to concentrate on being consistent and let people make their mistakes, you know, use that attrition, use that attrition to gain spots and then, uh, you know, gain spots on guys that are going to wear their tires out a little quicker because I'm going to lay back a little bit. So that's just what I'm going to do. I'm going to concentrate on being consistent and, uh, you know, it's, I, I am getting old. Uh, I you know I, we I, see. I I mean I never was a big top runner. I mean I'd, I'd win a race once in a great while, but usually I ran anywhere from about sixth to about tenth place. Now I'm finding I qualify way in the back, and if I can get up into the teens, I'm usually pretty luck pretty lucky. So. But, you know, it's those little races that we have on the way up there that are fun, and that's why I do it. You know, I don't do it to win. If I did it to win, I'd be out by now. <laughs> uh, excellent, man. Excellent. For what it's worth, me too. So I'm right there with you. Yeah, I'm just here to have well, fun. Well, that's why Carl's just joining the broadcast rather than running. <laughs> Basically, yeah. I, 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 can't, I, can't, I, can't, I can't run the fast vehicles. I need to be in the slow ones. Well, hold on. I, You know, you say that, Josh, but Carl's two point or two spots ahead of you in points. Oh, I'm well aware. Okay. Yeah. I'm just... it, it helps that I don't finish. Let's talk about this past Wednesday. We've uh, talked about everything else. We've been beating around the bush. Let's talk about... Uh, Daytona in Sportsman. I, I know I don't have a good, anything good to say. Uh, I have Brady nothing. really doesn't. No. Well, Ross actually he did say something about it. I you know I did pretty solid. I was as I was as close as second there for just just a short period of time. Uh, average I was running about seventh, 
um, because I wasn't willing to take the chance to jump in and out. You know, Blake's, Blake's, you know, younger has got much quicker reflexes. He was, he was really, you know, moving those lines and, and taking those spots and real, doing it really smart. I just didn't have enough nerve to get out there and do that. I didn't want to be the one that they went, oh, Ross, you caused the big one. <laughs> which so, you know, which Blake did. Um, and, then, and then Josh had a little bit of a problem there. And, I blame uh, Nick on that one, but that's got, just to cover got, up for my own inadequacies. Yeah, he, he got together with... How is it that I have a good finish and I get blamed for your inadequacies of not knowing how to not pull down into somebody's door? figure I'm a victim of circumstance. I'm, I was a victim of uh, <laughs> Nick's wreck as well. <laughs> so, so I was, I, yeah, I, I was too. <laughs> here, here's what nobody has brought up. After, after Josh hit me, I went across the grass and I saved it and brought it back up on the track and was able to bring it home 15. Hey. So, you know, I, I, awesome. I parked mine in some tires on the infield. <laughs> Now, even Johnny saw that spin out and said, "Wow, nice save!" Hey, <laughs> hey man. Yeah. So I want to I want to talk about something about the race and something I've been uh, thinking about. Um, uh, and it kind of goes off what you were saying, Ross. There about um, so I'm, I'm gonna ramp for a second. Um, so, so bear with me, everyone. It'll be, it'll be real quick though. Um, so Ross, you said something about um, everyone was driving conservative, not wanting to cause the big one. And, and, you know, during the race and after the race, there were some comments about, you know, like uh, people checking up or, or people slowing down. People, you know, whether or not taking it three wide is okay at certain points in the race. And and I, I just, I, I want to point out that the truck series specifically, in comparison to the cup series, is a mesh of, like, people who are from TNT and people who are from cup. There is a massive difference of skill levels in this in the truck series. Which is one reason why I was looking forward to covering it, uh, because I think some of the most interesting racing that happens happens in the truck series. Um, but I think everyone was trying to be really conservative, which I know that was causing issues back in the field because you know you have an accordion effect. But um, I, I don't think anybody was trying to be malicious or anything like that. I think nobody wanted to be the one to cause the big one. Um, and, and then regarding the three wide stuff, I mean, I, I if, if if anyone can take it three wide and they get through unscathed like great more power to you but it's what i you know at some point i think it was uh last season uh maybe earlier this it was earlier this season actually josh asked you know what are the rules around like passing on entering uh, a pit road and i said you know i think you know if you can outbreak someone if you can do it without causing an accident i don't think it's a problem but if you and cause an accident you're at, an accident but if you're you cause an accident you're at fault like i mean i and I think that's a lot with the three wide stuff. Like, I mean, if you can take it three wide and there's no incident, cool. But you have to know who you're racing around. And if there's people that are, for whatever reason, they have weaker equipment or they're less talented or whatever, and they can't hold their line uh, in a three wide situation, taking a three wide might not be the best idea. I mean, I'm just, uh, you know, in the Cup Series maybe, but in the Truck Series, it's a, it's a, it's, it's supposed to be a little bit lighter, it's a little more fun, and, and it's a mix of talent. Well, let's, let's put it this way. Even the professionals said that iRacing was much tougher than racing a real race car. What we're doing is not easy, okay? We don't have all of our senses, no matter how much we try to imitate that. We don't have all our senses. You know, I'm driving in VR with a transducer in the seat so I can feel the rumble of the car and the rumble of the track. And, you know, I'm trying to imitate that, but you just can't imitate that, and it's much tougher. 
So doing things like going three wide, that's a personal decision. You know, it's not can you hold three wide. It's the two guys that are going to be on yep. either side of you. Can they hold three wide? Yeah. Which 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 Ke which Kevin Haas experienced that uh, with me. Uh, I got put in the middle, and uh, you know him and, and whoever else I don't know who was on my outside were passing me, and they were holding their lines perfectly, but uh, I screwed up. So I mean, it you, you got you got to be aware of who's around you, and it's just it's it's a mix of talent levels. And exactly I think right, exactly right. The 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 truck race is except for people like Blake and Justin and a few others, Joe. You know, Steve, well, Steve Gottschalk doesn't run trucks, but, you right. know, there are guys that you just know they're going to be running up front. You just know that's where they're going to be, and they're not going to be involved in having to go three wide and stuff. Now, now we did have, I believe, an incident last week um, where some guys went three wide and there was an accident. I can't remember exactly who was involved, but, you know, it was a matter of, can everybody hold their place? And not everybody held their place, and that's just the way it goes. That's a decision you have to make. Now, as far as racing somebody into the um, into the pits, uh, again, you know that's a choice you have to make. Can, can you do you know you can get your car stopped at a certain by a certain time? And you're supposed to line up. You're supposed to line up on the right anyway. So trying to race somebody in side by side kind of is counter. Well, when you're doing green flag stops, so you have people who are more conservative and they'll break well in advance so they won't have a mistake. And then you're trying to follow them in and you know your breaking point is a little bit more and you're able to do something that they're not willing to do. And I, I did that at Daytona, like the, on practices going into the pit road, I've noticed where people started their braking zone was well before mine and I had to shoot left. And uh, so uh, I didn't run into them because where I brake is way different than them because I know that I can safely bring down my car, not like come screeching and sliding in and like, whoo, I barely made it to 55, you know, but uh, you know, I still hit 55 well before the line, but I can brake harder near the end instead of having gradually slow down like other people will. Well, your braking point is going to depend on the wear on your tires. What what yeah. worked what worked when your tires were half worn is probably not going to work in a braking situation under actual worn tires. You know, and oh, I understand. A lot of times it got guys aren't going to think about that when they come in. You know, and they're going to end up locking up those back tires and spinning it coming into the pits. And then if they're trying to come in hot uh, around other people, they're going to take other people around. So again, it's a personal choice on whether you want to take that chance or not. You know, do I want to look like the boob or do I, you know, do I want to just kind of fall in line? But and at the same time, you, you lose a, and not, especially at Daytona or another, any other track. If you have somebody that comes into the pit doing 10 to 15 miles an hour slower on their entry versus you, you're losing time behind them trying to play follow the leader inside the pit. Ed Springer just said, you guys know you're keeping Ross way up past his bed. <laughs> yeah. For you, Ed, I stay up late. I usually stay up till about at least 1 o'clock in the morning. I might, after I'm done here, I'll probably go on and play some Arma 3 for a couple of hours. Hey, by the way, uh, real quick on that, uh, if you're not following Ross on Twitch, follow him on Twitch. When he goes live, I have a tendency. As long as I see that, that he's live, I watch it. It's it's always hey, some good hey, stuff. So what, uh, hey, hey, Ross, what's your uh, Twitch username? So share it. Mr. Unsavory. <laughs> and there's a reason why. And, and this was before I got saved. But there's a reason why I have that name. Because 
I used to play a, a game back in the 90s called Counter-Strike. Oh, and God. I, I still play Counter-Strike. In Counter-Strike, you could hit a certain button and you could spray paint a JPEG on the side of the building. And I used to spray paint like bestiality porn and stuff like that. This is a man that races a Christian league on Tuesday nights, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I, I do race a Christian league. I I do Bible study. I do all that stuff. I do let an Effenheimer out once in a while. But uh, the good Lord will look over that one for me, and I'll be okay. Ross is the epitome. I can't remember what show it was, but the uh, oh Blue Mountain State when he they all go to church, and he goes, "Oh man, I love church, man. You can do whatever you want, and you just gotta come here and tell God you're sorry, man. He'll forgive you." And he says, <laughs> "Fucking a, I love this place." <laughs> <laughs> but hey, we're um. Real quick, uh, I, I'm just I pulled up the, the little transition. I pulled up the stats right now from the Cup series. Uh, Ross, oh, not bad. not looking so good there in the Cup. You're sitting 24th in points. Um, what what's going on with you this man uh, this season, man? I mean, I I can't say too much. Randy's not doing much better. He's not doing better at all. I've missed a lot of races though. I was also good. All I can say is I'm a victim of circumstance. I, you know, once in a while I screw up on my own. I have no problem admitting that. But most of the time I'm a victim of circumstance and I just get caught up in other people's stuff. There's nothing I can do about it. And they won't hint, hint, give us any more fast repairs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I agree. So, yeah, you're kind of stuck with what you got. So I think some of us guys in the back, they should give us unlimited fast repairs. <laughs> <laughs> keep the race interesting maybe maybe whatever position you are in and points is how many fast repairs you get yeah, you go. so we're gonna give him 24 yes. 24 fast repairs there uh, larry hey you could add 24 fast repairs you still ain't gonna beat me uh, you don't race Hey, we've missed Larry, the scene. Are you gonna hold on to the I finished third in my last race? No, I didn't even say that. that again? I didn't even say that. But I just want to point out we're we've missed to. we've missed the same amount of races. Uh, we both have two provisionals. We both had six starts, and I'm in sixteenth in points. Well, this one time at Bank Camp. Well. <laughs> 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 wow. wow. Cody said you finished third in your last race. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Cody. See, I didn't have to say it. People recognize around here. All right. All right. Oh. Uh, you know, I'm hoping to climb up the ladder slowly. You know, again, just staying conservative, staying consistent. And not trying to overdrive my car or overdrive. What I should say is overdrive my controls because it's the controls that ultimately drive the car. And I'm on a pretty old setup. I'm on an old pair of uh, an old set of ECCI wheel. Uh, it's motor driven, but it's belt drive. That's the wheel. And then there, there are three pedal pedal setup. These things are, you know, probably 10 years old or so. And but they still drive really good and everything works good. And I got it for free, so I'm not going to complain about it. That's for sure. Absolutely. And I and I want to say, man, um, you right now, uh, 
your incidents per race is very solid in this league. So yeah, I, I try not to overdrive the car to where I'm going to have incidences and cause yellow flags and stuff like that. It's one of my biggest nightmares. Hey, I just want to point out, Justin said that me and Blake have run the same number of races this season. Um, that's a, I don't know if that's a little bit of shade or if that's just calling uh, out the fact that Blake has just done that well. But I like to believe that he's making fun of you, Larry. He, I guarantee you he's making fun of me. It's Justin, <laughs> but I, he's hey, he's that's why he's the resident alien, right? Like I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm hey, working on not. it. I my my next goal is to beat these guys at a at a non dirt track, and then if I can do that, hey, then I, I hey, can look maybe- towards Blake. Maybe you can get second. <laughs> Whoa. Live with that pain forever. <laughs> <laughs> then he'll quit. He'll him. quit. You know what? I'm with, I'm with Nick on this. Screw you guys. I'm going home. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, the oh, it's Chris's mom again. <laughs> Sound effects over there. <laughs> That oh man, that still during that broadcast had me rolling. That that caught me off guard. That was hilarious. Uh, just so you know, Randy, that just gave away the secret sauce. We thought I, honestly I, I we it. were trying to figure something out and how it happened. Uh, <laughs> that's great. <laughs> that's hilarious, man. Well, I was going. Did Randy bring in some girl or something? Was there a girl in there saying she loved hot Carl? Would be first. Now, hey Ross, have, have you watched these podcasts yet or listened to them? I have not watched them yet. Well, um, see, that's disappointing. Well, I watched tonight and got some good laughs, so it makes it worth watching again. Well, just because we'll of that, I'm going to unfollow you on Twitch. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm usually, I'm usually flying on a Saturday, a Friday night. I, I'm heavily into flight simulator, and I got a yoke and controls and radio, love it and kinds of stuff. And so I, I usually do flying on Friday nights, so that's why I don't watch the podcast. I'm usually flying. Well, and, and, but I want to say, man, um, we got a question in for you right now. Uh, Justin wants to know, man, which one do you like driving more, the truck or the car? I have to be honest. I enjoy the trucks more. I enjoy. I the, agree. I enjoy the diversity of the drivers. Uh, I enjoy the stableness of the truck. Um, I feel I'm more competitive in a truck than I am in a car. And uh, uh, so I'll, I'll always pick the truck over the car. Again, I, I like the diversity of the drivers too because you've always got somebody different to drive around, somebody you may not be used to, you know. Um, you know, because there, there's guys, like you said, from TNT that are driving in there, and I'm not used to driving around them. So. It gets good to you get used to driving around them because someday, what what can I say? They're going to grow up and join NASCAR. Become <laughs> <laughs> a real boy. Hey, hey, hey! So, so I, I just want to point out a comment here that Blake. Uh, I knew you were about made. to. Um, he said, "I would not give Ross an IFR clearance." <laughs> <laughs> I get IFR clearances all the time, man. I. Work, I work <laughs> How how are you looking forward towards uh, Richmond this week, Ross? I'm actually looking forward to it. I'm I'm not a big small track fan, but Richmond's a pretty good track. Um, I'm I'm hoping to do well there. Like uh, again, I'm saying if I as long as I'm consistent, 
I see a lot of other people making mistakes there. Um, I think we're going to have quite a few yellow flags there just off the top of my head. I'm going to say eight anyway. And um, that, that that's, that's a lot. But I'm going to say eight because I think there's going to be a lot of self-spinning and stuff like that. So we'll see what happens. But I think it's going to be a good race. Please no eight cautions. I don't want to have to call eight cautions. <laughs> Look, I had to call Daytona by myself and call it with cautions. I had to call the freaking first, or what was, it was the first TNT race this season without Randy and had I'm, like 30 cautions. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> I had to call eight freaking races a night. Every freaking night from 6.30 to 1 o'clock in the morning and you guys are complaining about one freaking race? Give me a well, break. Well, I want to point out, um, that's why you what you went to college for. We also just came off of Martinsville to where that was a lot. No, of no, no. You guys did not get the Martinsville. We did. Me and Adam did the uh, IVRL. Nick. Nick. He was in. Well, Nick was there. I was but, driving. Uh, he was driving and Nick was. I forgot Nick's back. But he's back. <laughs> but we did that. Me and Nick were calling that crap show. Monstrosity so. of a race. And you also gave us the rub and tug. Yeah, absolutely. Randy Every has time. given us some amazing quotes this year. I mean, there's the rub and tug. There's the sit on the butt kicker. There's the I hit everything except the uh, concession girl. girl. Uh, <laughs> Randy's Randy. And then he told somebody this weekend, this this last Tuesday, that they gave somebody a rub and tug, which was fantastic. <laughs> what? So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, Larry, you clearly don't watch Tuesday nights. It's Randy too Pepper long. To tell people. Well, I don't care if it's too long. It's not past your bedtime. Stay up and watch your boys. I stay up here and watch for you. It's like an hour. <laughs> it, you oh, know, yours is like man. two to three. I don't think I'm gonna be able to do any more of this stuff because the way the iRacing little dotted line stuff says, I'm not allowed to say anything sexist you, or you can't be skinny dicking out there. <laughs> all I can say is iRacing is the greatest thing ever. I Randy, love you doing can, the broadcast on iRacing. <laughs> iRacing gives me the opportunity to broadcast on iRacing. You 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 can't make it too obvious what you're saying. Like I, you know, like a few weeks ago when I said that uh, uh, Chris was beating me off on pit road. So uh, <laughs> exactly. Just, uh... <laughs> but see, that was vague enough because you were talking about the racing, and everyone else took it differently. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> That's the way it's supposed to be. I told Nick, don't laugh at my jokes. <laughs> just mute yourself let them, figure, let them go ahead and let them you know come to their own conclusion if i say he's rubbing a tug in ne next to him well yeah he is because <laughs> he's right next to him and he's rubbing off the side of him and he's pulling the sheet metal back yeah he's rubbing <laughs> tug <in. laughs> phrasing man <laughs> phrasing he's going crazy i want to be archer phrasing he's him a rubbing tug out of turn four <laughs> ross you watch archer Love Archer. I knew you I would, agree. man. I, I knew it. I knew it. Ross looks like that guy. I'm the kind of guy that you'll catch watching like LA Confidential or something like that. I watch like cartoons. I watch like Archer and Cake and Futurama and Family Guy. Futurama. <laughs> yeah, Futurama. I love Futurama. Man. That's right there, man. Futurama. <laughs> hey, hey, Ross. I get a, I get a dip, so I want to thank you for joining the podcast tonight. I also want to thank you guys for you know doing this again with us. So we'll uh, I'll be back. Everybody, I appreciate it. Out here. Bye, Nick. Yeah, I, I get a I get a jump. 
All you gotta right. get a haircut. I'll see you Tuesday, man. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Nate. Bye. Bye. I, I should try to get in on the pudding too here at the home before it's all gone. <laughs> <laughs> the Jello. You can't pass up dessert time, man. You pass up dessert time once, and they forget you the next night. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like? Some all more? right. So Just I guess we should uh, make our way around. Yeah. I will right, start with picks. Ross. We're going to be coming up to Richmond this Sunday, Ross. We'll start with you. I Who do you Justin, think will win? I think Justin Anderson is going to win it. Uh, and like I said, I think there'll be eight cautions. Justin Anderson, Nate cautions. Randy? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Joe Dinsmore, and we're going to have uh, 37 cautions. No. <laughs> no, uh, we're going to have, I'm going to say we're actually going to have seven cautions. Joshua Hanner and one caution. Is wait, wait, Hanner wait, wait, officially wait, in the cup? Wait, I thought he was running cup. No. he's He hasn't been officially invited yet. Oh, um, well, then I got to change that, I guess. I thought he ran cup. So I, 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 need, I need to follow up on, with uh, Johnny on that, but... Okay, well, if I can't pick him, uh, let's go with. Man, I really don't like anybody else. Randy Pepper. Randy Pepper. Uh, that's a dream. The, the new pedals finally get it done for my man. I like short tracks. I do like running uh, those tracks, but I can tell you what, that is not one of my favorite tracks. Is. Track How track. many cautions? Oh, one. Ooh, optimistic. I like that. Everybody drives cautious. Tricky track. The it's same people. The, the the same idiots still drove drive like idiots though. That's that's found to happen. I, I'm gonna say Steve Godschalk. I picked him last week. He failed me. I'm gonna go with him. He's always a solid pick to be up there running, in the top four. So that's who I'm gonna go with. And I'm gonna go with four cautions. Am I next? I'm yep, assuming yep. I'm next. Um, so, um, I, you guys left it wide open. I, I'm going to go with Blake Gordon. Um, and uh, TNT had three cautions at Richmond, so I'm going to say uh, the Cup Series will be a little bit worse with four. Ooh. All right. So, I'm going to start with the cautions. I think it's going to be another rough race. I honestly think it's going to be eight to nine to where I think we're going to be mostly under caution again, because it's a similar track to Martinsville to where it's short, it's fast and it's tricky and slick. So I'm actually going to go with the dark horse here. I actually think that it's, I'm going to go with Kevin Pearson. That's also a solid pick. He's, yeah. He's does great so far this year. He has. Like, like Daniel I, he's he's been another be one of those too. that's been at the front a lot. And I think that cautions are going to play into strategy. And, yeah, that's, that's who I think is actually going to be able to pull it off because we've seen a lot of bad strategies. Or let me rephrase that. A lot of strategy screwing people. <coughs> you. 
Nick. Uh. <laughs> Nick. <laughs> yeah, Nick is the one that got so far this week has been absolutely screwed. That was. I would just like it to call what, what, out. What? I got a Blake caution at Daytona. A Blake caution. Because I was on the outside line, running in second, and I had one lap of fuel when the caution came out at, like, halfway through the race. And that's the only reason I didn't run out of fuel. Hmm. I like it. Wow. Josh caution. I mean, maybe we need to rebrand it. Nah, I like the Blake caution more. That 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 whole <laughs> yeah, thing is just way too yeah, funny. Too. But well, I guess that about wraps it up. Randy, you're late, but give me some uh give me one out. Uh hey folks, if you're looking for a guitar, please stop by the Guitar Act 1672 and a half Ridgewood Avenue, just north of Flemish and beautiful Daytona Beach. Guitarad.com for all your guitar needs. So Oh, I was definitely kick us out. Take us home. You want us completely out of this. So you want me to take yeah. us home. Take us home. All right, folks. Hey, thanks for watching tonight. Watch the Ghostfire Media podcast. We'll be back here once again next Friday night. I will not be here. I will be at the grind at Ormond Beach playing music with Psychoustic. So I won't be here. These guys will be. Caveat. Caveat. What is that? You just reminded me of something. What's that? Ross, you said you could oh, sing. Karaoke. I want to hear you sing. Oh, I haven't sang there Ross, Ross, Ross. I haven't sang in years. There's no way I could sing. I can't <laughs> Warm up the voice. La, 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 la. So, so here's the question. Give us a hint on how to find this video on YouTube. I'm under Ross. I'm under Ross Space G on YouTube. Okay. They're right there on my page. I will find that. That's Don't more than a hint. That's uh, definitely. That that's gonna be visited here real quick. I'm on it right now, guys. <laughs> Don't embarrass me now. Ross Space G. That I never said I was. I never said I was a rock star, but let's put it this way: I sang well enough that they kept bringing no, me back. No offense, Ross, but looking at that picture, that is not you. No, that's not me. No, there's a different one. He's got six subscribers. Oh, I got to find that one. Okay, Randy, you can take us home. Otherwise, I'll be here all night looking for Ross's uh, YouTube channel. Yeah, definitely. There you go. You got it now. Send it in the chat. Thank you, Adam. Money. You don't want to see it. Oh, we're going to look at it. We're, we're not going to throw it on here. We won't embarrass you like that, but... Uh, hey, check the comments in the uh, once we're done here. I'll t- I'll toss the link in the comments so you can listen to the AOLL's very own Ross Gage sing a <laughs> lovely tune, man. He, we can listen to his angel eyes. <laughs> wow, do you want to come over and kick my dog too? <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, s- since since we're doing that as well, catch this man, Mister Unsavory, on Twitch. Um, don't worry. That's just the way he looks, folks. He's not actually dead. He's playing his game. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to throw out one more thing before we part for the night. Don't forget to check out AmericanRegardless.com. Visit. It's Cody's company. 
definitely it's worth a look i was looking earlier has some awesome stuff up there definitely check that one out <coughs> free merch free merch oh. <laughs> <laughs> yo you look like meatloaf <laughs> wow wow that hair is fantastic the hair is don't fantastic. let anyone tell you otherwise hey the, the hair is still fantastic and uh that beard, beard that beard has been the, the official best beard on this podcast if you can't sing well enough you got to at least have the look you know and they, they're at least happy with that you know you got hey, the look Randy, he, keeps the hair long. he knows the, he knows what it does for him yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right, Randy, take us home. All right, folks. I hope you enjoyed the show tonight. It's the Ghostfire Media Podcast. We will see you next week here on the podcast, 8 o'clock once again. And don't forget about all the racing we've got coming up Tuesday night, the IVRL. Then uh, Wednesday night, we'll have the AOLLL. <laughs> what the heck is he doing? <laughs> Giving us one last laugh. Yeah. Sportsman division. And then on Thursday night, we got the TNT guys racing the Guitar Attic Series. And then Sunday night, you get to hear uh, these two guys up here. Well, one of them. Those two chuckleheads? Yeah. They're that way. They're Okay, they're that way. (laughs) way. They're somewhere. Yeah, Josh and Carl on the Sunday night. Hey, where the hell did he go? Get off my land. (laughs) So anyways, guys, I hope you guys enjoyed watching the show tonight. We will see you next week from all the Ghostfire media crew. See you next week and so long from the Sunshine State.